America's game. Now, 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 stop coming to everything and change. The change. And warp to make you open your brain. Open your brain. Eric Vanek is here, so remember the name. Remember the name. Hey, hey. He got the wave of wire for the week. Tell you who to start and who to give a seat. Dropping the podcast every week. You know the knowledge is elite. After the show, we gon' hold a Lombardi. I'm celebrating like we throwing a party. This the blueprint and I know they gon' copy. Cause this is America's game What is up, everybody? Welcome back to America's Game, episode number 22. I am your host, Eric Vanek. You can find me on Twitter at EricVanekNFL, and you can also follow the show at America's Game Pod as well on Twitter. And this week, I am joined uh, with one of my good friends in the space, uh, somebody I've known, God, probably almost over 20 years now, Scott Connor. Scott, what's going on, man? Eric, good to be back. This is always uh, our favorite time of the year, going through the depth charts and kind of going through every single player that could be stuck on our rosters and figuring out uh, who the shit is that we can get rid of, kind of what forecasting for 2024 looks like. So glad to be back with you, man. And I think, just to correct you, I believe that I first met you when maybe I was 13 years old. Maybe, I mean, it was like you were, you were, you were literally, I don't even think in like junior high yet. Yeah, probably. So, I mean, it has been, it has been 25 years. So it's pretty cool that we're actually here doing a a podcast. You know, we started America's game together and uh, it's pretty cool that we're still here doing it damn near 25 years later. So, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, Always good to have you on. We love doing these depth chart ones and going over every single player, like, that's one like when I first started listening to podcasts and you told me about them, you know, getting into listening to them. One of the I forget even what show it was, but one of the shows that I enjoyed the most that you had me listen to was some, you know, two people going through every single player on every single roster uh, for like each division. And like I'm like, oh, man, nobody's doing this. So I like it that, you know, this is kind of the staple for me and you that, you know, we always do this one together. And uh, usually a lot of people listen to it. Um, the one we did uh, before the season started, when we went through every single depth chart, uh, Mike was telling me that's still the most downloaded episode on South Harmon history. So uh, pretty pretty cool Damn. to have that, that little mark um, mm-hmm. for, for doing that. So everybody loves the, these kinds of shows when me and you do it. So excited to have you back, man, for sure. Yeah, looking forward to it. And it's crazy because I started doing this – couple weeks ago just for my own teams like going through Mm -hmm. them and like all right i know the waiver wire closes on a lot of leagues like after this week or you know definitely next week but a lot of our leagues like sleeper especially like they lock everything down after the playoffs yeah it's like grayed out you can't a lot of formats you can't even pick anybody up right it's like you got what this weekend basically to yeah like get get rid of this stuff and if there's someone on on waivers that you want to pick up i mean our leagues that we're in most of them run waivers weekly so it's not as big of a deal but Mm -hmm. if you know your shit closes out until like may yeah nothing worse than being like damn i would have picked that guy up off waivers you know that backup qb or that backup running back and 
he's sitting out there and now whatever I think is going to happen is going to happen and I'm going to have to blow my fab on him. So get ahead of it. Like go through your rosters now, whether you're out of the playoffs, if you're out of the playoffs, there's no excuse, but hell, even if you're in the playoffs, I like go set my lineup. And then if there's extra shit that I don't need, like I'm still working that Mm -hmm. to get rid of it, you know, or I'm still filling those extra roster spots. So got key to do it now. Yeah. Same thing I was going to say. It's key to do it right now. Get ahead of all your league mates doing it. Uh, if they listen to this show or other shows, um, you know, it's good to just get ahead of it and get the first pick of all those players off of the waivers. Kind of like, you know, when we do it at the beginning of the season, if you, you know, listened to us last year, you probably have a bunch of Jalen Warren, and Jalen Warren has helped you at points. Um, you know, Jaleel McLaughlin was one from earlier this year. He hasn't really hit like Jalen Warren did, but you can get these free guys, um, get a look at them, and get them on your rosters before everybody else. So I enjoy doing that. Uh, but before we do start, though, Mr. Number 2 in the FFPC main event, man. How does it feel? You're uh, one week away from maybe winning a million dollars. Can we just fast forward and say that I'm, I'll, I'll take number two next week. We, <laughs> right, that'd be nice. For, can we forecast what this week's going to look like so I can stay right. in that spot? No, it's. I'll just say this. It's the first time I've been in like the top five or even like top ten down in the last week. I mean, we've yeah. had some teams that have been, you know, top 50, whatever, but it realistically weren't going to win right but i think being in that spot i'll just say it's one of the reasons as much as i might complain about the format it's too shallow the waiver rules like i always complain about things that aren't perfect but like these 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 sweats on okay what's gonna happen this week who do i sit who do i start Mm -hmm. trying to play the game theory against the other teams i mean i've calculated there's about I'd say 15 to 20 teams realistically that I think can win. I mean, they got to make up 50 points on the field, which is hard to do in a, in a format where you're scoring, you know, 170 to 190 a week. Like it, it's hard to put up enough where you just blow everybody away. So of, of like the 20, 25 teams that I think are still in it, it's cool to kind of go through and look at those teams and say, you know, who, who do they have? Right. Who, it's, it's like a small uh, DFS tournament at this point. And like, where do I have an edge? Where do I have the one share of this player that nobody else has? And if I'm shooting for the win, you know, that's maybe something to consider. So it's, it's fun. This, uh, this weekend is going to be stressful, but it's like, that's why we play, you know, like get into those one week games where it's like, man, I need these players to do well. It's stressful, but it's why we play in the beginning. So looking forward to it. How many, um, points are you down to first place? Uh, I believe 3.7. So neck and neck. Yeah. Neck and neck. Man, well, good luck to you. You know, I'm rooting for you. Um, we'll have our little group message chat going, so I'll be rooting for you definitely. And uh yeah, hopefully we can win that a million bucks, man. That'd be nice. Oh, and I I'll give a shout out to Jay, because Jay has had a great Absolutely. Jay has had an even better year uh than myself. Um we play under chasing yeah. the helmet. Uh we drafted our teams like I drafted mine, he drafted his, and we've managed them like independently, which has worked awesome for us this year. But Jay has had an incredible year. I mean, it he's won everywhere. So, I mean, not just FFPC. He's pretty much won everywhere. So he's had a great year. But it'd be cool for us to bring this one home if we could somehow manage to, uh, you know, top even top three. But winning it all, it's like you finish second, you finish third, great, you get the money. But 
yeah winning it is cool just be able to say you won like a main event you know what i mean you yeah. won an overall like that's, that's once in a lifetime so <clears throat> yeah i mean and like you said that that team name chasing the helmet that's what jay's always wanted he's wanted this that glass helmet he's always wanted it he's so he's close very close with you guys to uh to getting it finally yeah you know what and jay I know you may listen to this. I'll, I'll take the money. You can have the trophy. That? <laughs> there you I'll go. take the money. You can have the helmet. We'll get you a bunch of helmets. I'll even buy you a bunch of extra helmets so you can put one in every room. I think he claimed the helmet when you guys first started teaming up. He's like, yeah, if we ever win that. I'm taking that helmet. Yeah, I, I don't I don't need that. Uh, I play it for the trophies and the, you know, the allure of being able to win. But uh, yeah, right. Jay can have the helmet. So. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, let's get into this. Uh, we're going to do the AFC this week. Next week, we'll do the NFC. Otherwise, it'll be a three-hour, three, eight, three 45-minute pod like usual. Um, but we'll start with the AFC. We're going to do Buffalo here first. So right now, quarterbacks. So the only two quarterbacks uh, really worth a damn right now are Josh Allen and Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen is a free agent at the end of the year, so we'll see if they even bring him back. But yeah, I, I mean, uh, just kind of get your thoughts on it. If I'm doing rankings right now, I think Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts have overtaken Patrick Mahomes in Dynasty. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, I think Allen's probably number one. I think then you can probably mm-hmm. have a debate between Hurts and Mahomes. But, yeah, he's probably QB1. Um, I do think I'd be willing to sell him, though, after this year. If you can pivot to one of those guys and get a plus, I mean, I think right. I'd be willing to always sell the consensus QB1 in Dynasty because it's not like, you know, Mahomes has a seven-year track record of being top three, top four. So, you know, you and you, don't you agree that after this year, whether they win or lose, the, the Chiefs are going to do everything they can to not have this same debate that they don't have any good players around Mahomes? Like, I think that it's boiling over so badly that it's almost like this is going to be the worst situation of Mahomes' career, I think. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to for sure. They're going to have to get some some players, so we'll see what they do. Um, ever since they traded Tyreek, man, it's just it's kind of been a problem. So, I mean, even though they won the Super Bowl last year, it wasn't like they did it with star receivers or anything. Yeah. Um, also, they have Shane Bouchelle on, on the practice squad. He's not really worth anything, so... Uh, we'll move on from those quarterbacks. We'll go to running backs now. So James Cook, Latavius Murray, Ty Johnson, those guys are on the active roster right now. You have Leonard Fournette on the practice squad, and then you still have Damian Harris is on this team and Naeem Hines. So James Cook, obviously he's going to be rostered everywhere. Do you still hold on to Latavius, or do you, or would you cut him? Well, I mean, I didn't say anything about Kyle Allen, but Kyle Allen is one of those backups that I think both you and I have rostered, but he's only on my roster because he's the backup for the Bills. Right. I mean, I, I, I even said on my last show that if he's not on the Bills, I, I'm i not sure he's a backup somewhere else. You know, like yeah. he's one of those where I'm only holding him because of his current situation versus there's other backups or there's other QBs in the league where I'm like, well, he might not technically be the backup, but I'd rather roster him over Kyle Allen. So right. Kyle Allen's one where I'll keep him if he's back with the Bills, but he's a free agent. They could get somebody different. So, I mean, they uh, should Latavius, definitely upgrade there. <laughs> they, I mean, you never know. You never know what goes through the minds of, you know, why a team wants a certain backup QB. But uh, right. I've cut some Latavius Murray. He's been good. He's been usable. But, I mean, he's 34, right? Like, Yeah, it's getting I, close there. 
And wouldn't you say this is probably going to be the year where he had the best opportunity, just him and James Cook for the majority of the year, and how often was he even usable? Yeah. You know, it's not it's not like he was getting every touchdown or getting 14 carries a game. So it was kind of like this was a good situation for him. You couldn't – going into the year, I can't even remember what we said about the Bills going into the year. But mm. – it was probably we had more expectation for Latavius Murray than what he's given you, right? Yeah, he's I mean, all I think, they had. I think, I think, me personally, I was more thinking Damian Harris is going to be the guy. One, than one Latavius. of the two, right? Right. And then Damian goes down, and Latavius doesn't do any more than he was before. So it's, he's a guy I'm willing to cut for a younger running back or even backup QBs. I'm willing to cut, you mm. know. Latavius into the offseason. You know, if someone else wants to clog him and hold him, I mean, dude could retire. So, right. yeah, that, that's one I'm okay with cutting because there's other guys I can pick up. And I might as well just mention now because you've mentioned it a couple times. I think both of our philosophies have changed on carrying backup quarterbacks. Like, they're just dropping like flies again this year. Like, holding some of these backup quarterbacks, even in lineup leagues, maybe even some best ball leagues, I think I'm more willing to do it now. I mean, we haven't really hashed it out a ton, but yeah, that's been my theory is I've totally shifted from what I noticed in 2023 was the backup QB usefulness and trademark. It was better at that position than it was running back. Right. Now, I, I'm still good with the, any running back on a 53, you know, stash the backup running backs. But I also felt like as more people listened to us last year, it felt like it was harder to move some of those running backs in the leagues that I had them. Mm-hmm. Even trying to get like fourths, and you know, it's, and also the running backs. Unfortunately, because you have a limited number of them, and teams only have to start two, the running back scarcity isn't always what you think. Because I noticed many times this year where a running back injury happened, it should have been helpful but there weren't any bye weeks or there weren't any injuries. So it's almost like you need the attrition of the position to really hit. Right. And then you need that to happen during all the bye weeks. There's a window in there where people will trade for running backs. But if a running back injury happens in week 16 where there's no bye weeks, Mm -hmm. a lot of the teams that are already still alive don't need your spot start running back. Yeah. Injury happens in week one. They don't need your spot starter in week two. Now week nine, they're going to need a spot starter. Mm-hmm. But it kind of feels like it's not always I guaranteed I can get a third or even a fourth for that spot start running back. And it sucks because, you know, how many times did you try to sell Matt Breida this year for a fourth? <laughs> no one ever bought. Said, so then was... what did you end up doing? You cutting his ass, you know? Yeah, that's the same exact uh, scenario I was going to bring up. How, like it was bye weeks and still nobody wanted to buy Matt Breida off of me. So, But most I of the time it. when you have a starting quarterback, someone yeah. usually will give you something. And if they don't need them, then you know what? I think the other hack with the QBs, why I like it better than the running backs is if you look at the, if you look at like the wins above replacement this year at QB, that there is no difference between random backup QB that I'm throwing in there and like Derek Carr. Yeah. Like it's predictability. I know I have a a locked in starter, but then you look at the numbers and you're like, man, and then you go a tier below. Kenny Pickett, Mac Jones, like those guys are below the substitute QB. Yeah. So like I, I can get a free QB three if I hold a bunch of backup QBs most weeks versus holding a guy like Kenny Pickett who's just awful. But someone right. goes, I'll give you a second for him because he's a starter. Okay, you can have him. 
I'll yeah. roster a bunch of backups and I'll get the same thing. Right. Agreed. Um, yeah, just going more over the Bills running backs here. Latavius and Damian Harris are both free agents at the end of the year. Uh, the last two, though, uh, Ty Johnson and Fournette. What are you thinking about those guys? Is it crazy to say the one I want most out of all those is Damian Harris? Because I feel like he will get another chance, even if he's not good. Yeah, I think I, I think I agree with you on that, that he, he's probably going to get another chance at least I, somewhere. I've cut all my Naheem Hines before the season. I've cut a couple four nets. You couldn't have asked for a better opportunity than he got this year, and he never played. Yep. And then Ty Johnson, I'll cut him because he's the, he's a malingerer that'll just show up continually. As long as he's healthy, he'll have like – he's like yeah. the next Royce Freeman where he signs every week with a different team, but like do you really even want him? Right. So I think I'm fine cutting all the bills, honestly. Like Damian would be the number one, but like if you told me I'd – I'm cutting all the others, then okay. I'm not scared somebody else picks up Leonard Fournette or Ty Johnson or Latavius Murray. So if I have to, I'd there's other guys I'd rather hold. Okay. Do you you don't have any interest in now that the season's almost over, picking up Naeem Hines and just see what happens? Any running back on a fifty three, so sure. Okay. If you if you're I, struggling to find that last, you know, spot to use up, you know. That could be a guy that you could pick up and just see what happens. Well, okay, so here's where we may differ a little bit. Who would you rather roster? A guy like Naheem Hines or Ty Johnson or the low-end backup QBs that you don't see any value other than they're in a good... Like, would you rather roster those two or C.J. Beathard and Kyle Allen? I think I would rather have Ty Johnson right now or... Yeah, probably Ty Johnson because I, I just don't see any real upside with Kyle Allen and C.J. Beathard. Like even if they did start, okay. But I mean, that's where we differ. Because yeah. I'm basically for looking at it from I don't even care about the upside. I'm trying to cast as wide of a net as possible, which means I'm probably going to be even slimmer than other teams. Like I was looking at a roster today. Uh, it's a lineup league. It's a start ten, thirty man rosters. And we do have a three-man taxi. So I have a couple guys parked on the taxi. I'm rostering 19 quarterbacks. Holy shit. And names like Cooper Rush, uh, Blaine Gabbert, C.J. Beathard, Kyle Allen, Jake Hayner, uh, Sean Clifford, Tanner McKee, anybody that could be a backup. But what does that also mean? I mean, dude, I I don't have many other non-quarterbacks. Like, right. I don't have any. I only have, like, eight running backs. I only have, like, six receivers. So you're really slimming your other positions down. So I get it. I get it if you'd rather hold some running backs to get those numbers up. Yeah, see, like, there's certain backups in the league that I don't mind carrying, but carrying that many is probably way too much. Like, because you're just killing yourself on running backs and receivers, tight ends, whatever. And you get, you know, one or two injuries to your main starters, you're super fucked. You know, you're holding all these quarterbacks. So I, I don't want to go to that extreme, especially going into the offseason when backup quarterbacks really don't mean too much. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I probably overkilled it on this team a little bit. But I think around like 30 to 40% QBs is okay. Mm. So if you're at, if you're at like 9 or 10 QBs out of 30-man roster spots, I don't think that's awful. 
but it sounds like your threshold of what you would consider backups you want to hold is maybe a little higher than mine. Mine is, could they be a backup? If the answer is yes, hold them. Yet, you know, I'm carrying 75 different ones, and I know 75 are not – the math doesn't iron out that 75 are going to be backups or starters. Right. Like at least 20 of those are wastes because there's going to be rookies that come in there too that could win backup jobs. So. Okay. Um, moving on to the wide receivers now. So obviously Stefan Diggs, you're going to hold on to him. Gabe Davis, uh, Gabe Davis is a free agent at the end of the year. Khalil Shakir, Trent Sherfield, Deontay Hardy. Uh, those are the main, uh, starters on the receivers. They do have Andy Isabella on the practice squad. Brian Thompson, never heard of him. Tyrell Shavers, uh, not, not anybody I'm really interested in. And Justin Shorter, he's still on the IR guy that they drafted and really liked. And that is it for the wide receivers. So, um, obviously, Diggs we're going to be keeping. Gabe Davis is going to be a free agent. Do you think he comes back to this team, or do you think someone's going to overpay for him? I don't think he comes back because I think he's done enough to where he can get paid more than they probably want to pay him. Right. Uh, which makes it an interesting debate. Gabe Davis or roster clogger if he's not on the bill? I think it just kind of depends on where he goes. Like, if he goes to... Is there a better situation for him to go to? Uh, Sure. I mean, he could go play with Mahomes. Um, So he signs as the number three with the Eagles. Is he a roster clogger? Probably, yes. Just because of the way the Eagles play. I think a very comparable player to him is DJ Chark. And look at what DJ Chark has been on the Lions and on the Panthers. Mm. It has been, and even the Jaguars when they extended him. Like it's very much a doesn't earn targets, Mm -hmm. but is a good player to have, but probably not a guy in a lineup league that I would fit to be within the threshold. So I think the best scenario for him is on the Bills. Even on the Bills, you have to question, is he not a, a clogger? Because this mm. year he was a clogger for a majority of the year, but if you just kept playing him over and over and over, you did capture some, you know, some value out of him. But uh, right. I think he's a clogger. I think I would be willing to sell him for like two thirds if I could get two thirds for him. Like I'd be willing to get him off my teams to wait to see where he signs. Because even if he signs in a good spot, I don't think his market is any much any higher than what it has been, and he's not been a player that you can't not buy. Okay. So there, there's that and. Is there a replacement on the Bills that is not a clogger? Or do you just chalk everybody else up to cloggers? I Yeah, I'm probably chalking everybody up to cloggers. If I had to pick one, it would be Shakir that I kind of have a little bit of interest in, but he's probably a clogger. Yep, agree. And then any of those other guys, Isabella, Thompson, nobody I really want. So they're going to have to invest in this position um, in the draft like – you know, there's some really good receivers coming into this draft, so they're going to have to probably draft one or two of them in this upcoming class. Tight end. So Dalton Kincaid, their first-round um, rookie, he hasn't, like, <clears throat> exploded, you know, been the top tight end in this rookie class at all. Um, he's been solid, though, when he did play, but that was when Dawson Knox was hurt. Uh, Knox is still on this team. Quentin Morris they still have. Um, they have Trey McKitty on the practice squad, uh, who came over from the chargers. And I believe that is it for the tight ends. Um, what are your thoughts on like Kincaid and Knox? Like, do you really have too much interest in Kincaid now or where would you have him in dynasty? 
Hmm. So my new theory on tight ends is outside of like a two PPR, or a start two league. Like I really don't want to carry more than like two tight ends. The majority of them are just wasting space. Mm-hmm. And unless you think there's a path to sell them for something, I'm not really interested in holding them. So I think Knox is a guy you could cut. Kincaid, I mean, obviously you're not cutting them, but I guess the real question, I had this debate with somebody else earlier today. Would you trade right now TJ Hawkinson for Dalton Kincaid? Not after the knee injury. No, I would rather have No, Kincaid. I mean, you're getting Kincaid. Oh, I'm getting Kincaid? Yeah, I would do Knowing Hawk has a multi-ligament injury that he's going to have to be fully recovered from in nine months. Otherwise, he's a... I mean, he could have a Dobbins-type recovery, and it's a lost season. You know, it's possible. Right. Yeah. No, I would take Kincaid. So you're fairly high on Kincaid, then. You're probably still putting him in the top three or four tight ends in Dynasty, then. Um, I mean, like I Bride... Laporta. Who else? Um, you just said you'd give up Hawk for him. Andrews over Kincaid? No, I think I would still have Andrews. I think he's still got to put Kelsey up there. Pitts. Pitts and Kincaid are kind of interesting. I think they offer very similar bets. Yeah. I, but I think if you said, could you trade Hawkinson for Pitts? I... People will fight me on that, but I think there's a path where in two months people are super excited about the Falcons again, and I want some Kyle Pitts. But no one's going to be excited about TJ Hawkinson. They're just not. He's going to have Jefferson, Addison, a new quarterback, and he's coming off a bad injury. Right. So you may prefer Hawkinson in 18 months if he returns and is fully healthy and is doing what he's done the last two years. But I think in the short term, who do I have a better asset with, Kincaid or Pitts or Hawkinson over the next – Six months, it ain't Hawkinson. Right. So that I think I'd take Pitts and Kincaid over Hawkinson. So by default, Kincaid's tight end four. Yeah, and then I think Bowers comes in, and he's probably above Kincaid. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even count him, but yeah, he'll be in there. Yeah. McBride, so. Laporta, I think, are the only two that are clearly ahead of Kincaid. But after that, you could debate Andrews, Pitts, Hawk. I think I think you got to put in Joku up there now. And, and Joe, I, listen, I, Njoku and Evan Ingram, I mean, Evan Ingram's going to yeah, have Evan 110 Ingram's catches. If yep. you're in like a two PPR, like that's a lot of points. Even if it's not, you know, a ton of upside, like dude's averaging like 17 points a game, you know, like him and yeah. Njoku, you almost have to put, and even Goddard, like you got to put those guys like in that tier where if I have them, mm-hmm. I'm not giving, if I have one of those three, I'm not giving you a first to right. upgrade to Laporta or McBride, you know, I'll just ride with the guy I have. Cause I think they're good enough. So, right. No, I agree with that. All right. We'll move on now to Miami quarterbacks. Obviously Tua is there. Mike white and Skylar Thompson are the backups right now. Uh, looking at their practice squad. I don't see anybody there. So yeah, we'll just go with these three for right now. Um, Tua, Mike White, Skyler. Tua is probably a back end of the top 12 quarterbacks in Dynasty. Mike White, Skyler Thompson. You know, we'll, we'll see what there. I, I still like Mike White. I think he's still one of the better backups in the league. He'll, he'll be back there again next year. He's still under contract. So is Skyler Thompson. Uh, but it was a legit debate during the uh, preseason between those two. So I still think both of them are still rosterable, Mike White and Skylar Thompson. 
hundred percent. That that's a backup QB that you want to have. Whoever wins the job, yeah. you want to have because it's a. Don't you agree? That system they can throw either one of them in there and they could be good in a given week. Absolutely. Yep. So yeah, you got to roster them. And uh, I have a question for you: Tua or Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy, but it's close. Like I think I, I did quarterback rankings the other day for the um, South Harmon guys. And I think I had Purdy at nine, and Tua was either like ten or eleven, so they're very close. You take Dak over those guys? No, Dak was right behind those guys. Interesting. Yeah, I think Dak, Purdy, and Tua are all kind of in the same tier, but mm-hmm. you get different debates between the three. I'll just say this: I'm still fascinated that nobody talks about Tua's contract. You don't hear a word. Yeah, that's true. What do you think that means? Because this time last year, all you heard was Burrow, Lamar, Hurts, Herbert. When are they going to sign? It was just a given, right? Yeah. Tua, no one even brings it up. Is it just like people are scared think... to bring it up because of the concussions? Or is it also there's a reason you don't hear about it? Because behind the scenes, there's nobody pushing for it. There's nobody with Miami going, we got to get this guy locked up. I think it's probably had to do a lot with can he even get through a full season and he has to prove it so now we're getting you know towards the end of the season he hasn't even missed a game or anything like that i think that's had a lot to do with it he proved that he could make it through a full season without getting hurt uh but yeah during the off season i think that's gonna ramp back up for sure well and i also think it's and it's no no shade on Tua at all but he doesn't he seems like the kind of guy that may allow them to walk all over him a little bit too. Kind of like, I'm just grateful mm-hmm. they're going to be willing to sign me. Right. Whereas he's not Lamar Jackson going, I know my worth, pay me or screw you guys. You know what I mean? It feels like right. he's going to be somebody that they dictate the terms, which is why you haven't heard anything from his camp about, hey, you know, he's made it through every game. He's playing well, you know. What's the contract? You know what I mean? It feels like he hasn't pushed it like some of those other guys did either. So I don't know. I just think it's fascinating that nobody wants to touch that topic because I think the sensitive issue of being, uh, you know, the prior head injury and all that kind of stuff, it just, it's going to come up though. Yeah. For it's sure. going to come up. So anyway. Uh, yeah. So White, Skylar Thompson, we would both roster running backs, Mostert, Devin, the chain, Jeff Wilson, Chris Brooks are on the current roster right now. And then looking at uh, Darrington Evans is still on their practice squad, who they picked up. Um, and I believe... Oh, Sullivan Ahmed is still on the team as well. He's on IR. I I mean, Mostert having a career year, I would be willing to trade him in the offseason if somebody's going to give me, like, a second-round pick for him. I, don't, I mean, if you can get a first, fuck yeah. But I think it's going to probably have to be, like, a... A second and maybe something else. A chain. I mean, he started off like gangbusters. I don't know how you feel about him now. Jeff Wilson. He's probably just a just a guy. Like they just brought him in. Um, and Ahmed is a free agent at the end of the year, so he could end up walking. And then Chris Brooks too. I guess Chris Brooks. You can probably just hang on to. They've they've held on to him all year. If Wilson moves on and and whatnot, like Chris Brooks could maybe have a spot on this team next year. Yeah, I think with uh, Mostert, yeah, he's one of those guys that's already passed like the value 
uh, peak for him. So like he's more valuable to you than you're going to probably get for him. But yeah, if you can just liquidate him, I'm willing to bet against that. He's going to be 32. Hard to say he can repeat what he did this year, you know? So it's, you're basically quote unquote selling high. Uh, a chain. I mean, it was crazy that a chain was like running back four in dynasty running back three. You know, he was up there with Brees Hall and Gibbs and Bijan at one point. Right. I think if you have him, you just got to pencil him in like you're playing him every week. You're just going to live with the results. Like he's going to have some boom games. Then he's going to have some games where he doesn't even finish them. That's just, you're yep. going to have to just live with that. Um, I've cut some Jeff Wilson. I think he's very similar to some of these other guys. Like he could easily be replaced as the RB three. And he had yeah. some opportunity this year when one or both of those other guys were injured. Yep. He still didn't do anything. And truthfully, if he's not on Miami, I don't, I have no interest in him. So mm-hmm. I think he's a guy I'd be willing to cut for a different option if they're out there. So I, I kind of agree with everyone else is just a Ty Johnson. Like they're just a body. Brooks, yeah. yeah, we have some Brooks. So Brooks is one of those guys they drafted. He liked him in the preseason. Maybe he's a guy they, they kind of groom for the next Jeff Wilson. As like, hey, he's just he's our mm. number four, but what did you say before the year? Whoever's on this depth chart, I want. Yeah, pretty much. So I'll go ahead and pick him up if he's available. Uh, wide receiver, so obviously Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle. We don't have to really talk about those guys. Oof, they got a lot of cloggers on this team. Yeah, I I honestly think the rest of them are all cloggers. Cedric Wilson, <laughs> Robbie they Chosen. They got like six of them that are best ball, but they're not even good for best ball. <laughs> yeah. Claypool, Braxton Berrios, River Craycraft, uh, Anthony Schwartz. I didn't even know he was on their practice squad. Braylon Sanders, who hasn't been up. Freddie Swain. Jeez, they got a lot of uh, Eric Ezekamas on IR. So yeah, they have a lot of guys um, wide receivers, but I, I think they've kind of proven that like even with Barrios and Chase Claypool and Wilson, all these guys like the third wide receiver like may have one game a year, but like they just don't matter. It's just all Waddle and Tyreek. Yeah, and they're all free agents. Wilson, Craycraft, uh, Claypool, mm-hmm. and Barrios are all free agents. So, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they literally have uh, – maybe they keep one, you know what I mean? But, like, I wouldn't be shocked if they had all different receivers next year. And clearly all these guys are only being held because they're on Miami's offense. Right. Yeah, so if I'm holding them right now, they I'm cutting them. Like lineup leagues, they're just guys you cut for any running back that's alive. Yeah, or any yes, quarterback so. that's alive. Yeah, I agree with that. Tight ends: um, Durham Smythe. He's been the starter this year, up and down. Julian Hill, Tyler Croft, uh, Tanner Connor is on their practice squad. I mean, uh, our Nick. Bowers no interest in well. any of them. They can no. all go. Yeah, they can all go. Maybe. I mean, Smythe just did no. just sign a new deal, but no. that's. You know, like you We're said, talking lineup leagues here. Like, when would you when would you want <clears throat> want Dur- Durham Smythe as one of your two or three tight ends in the lineup league? And sometimes you have to if you have to start two. I've had to Tanner start Tanner Hudson or Durham Smythe. Oh, Hudson for sure. But I'm saying like there's been some weeks where I just I completely punted tight end, and he's one of the guys I picked up who actually plays every week. So I got to okay. Play. Well, let me correct you then. My my thing is, you only want to carry two or three tight ends. If he's mm-hmm. one of your two, then you're pretty down bad, right? But okay, yeah. you can have him on there. But 
I'm talking about te- people where you look at their team and you go, oh, wow, he's your fifth tight end. Why? Right. Yeah, Why? I agree with that. Yeah. Um, I, like I said, it's league league format dependent. Like if you have to start two tight ends, he's probably rostered. If it's yeah, that's different. any other leagues, then probably not. Um, all right, next team we're going to go to New England. Fucking woof. Uh, quarterback we're situation. Up. I was going to say we're on about uh, 15 minutes per team, but this one should take about Three. Yeah, this one will be three minutes. Yeah, so quarterbacks, Zappy, Mac Jones, Nathan Rourke, who they picked up from Jacksonville. Uh, practice squad, I don't think they have one. No. So, Mac Jones. Woof. Well, let's, <laughs> let's start with Zappy. Are you interested in Zappy outside of this regime? Because I'm pretty sure if he's not with Bill Belichick in this regime that the league doesn't even value him. Yeah, because he did get cut at the beginning of the year. Nobody even put a claim in on him. So I think he's showing enough so he could be one of those solid backup guys. So, like, if he had to play, at least I know he could be competent. So, so he's – is he a tier above, like, Brett Rippon? Yes. Is he, like, a Kyle Allen type where he was a good college quarterback but, like, is – yeah, I'd probably backup. Yeah, I'd probably put him in that range. Yeah, like with Case Keenum and stuff like that. Yeah, so he could be like a Mason Rudolph type, where he just like sits on a roster for five years. Basically, yes. Okay. Um, Mac Jones, man, that, I, this is a tough one because I really liked him, but I just think two years in a row with shitty offensive coordinator in year two. This year, he actually had a good offensive coordinator, but they have no fucking weapons around him at all. I think Mac Jones is just kind of broken. Who's more likely to be gone from the Patriots next year, Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi? Probably Mac Jones. Okay. Now, the interesting thing is that Bailey Zappi is a guy that you can get rid of a lot easier because he's not making first-round money, right? Right. So what does that look like if Mac Jones goes somewhere else? Is that he goes somewhere else and gets a shot? Or the team is already like, we've invested in this guy. It's pointless to cut a first-round pick because we're eating what we've already paid him. Right. We might as well just leave him here as the backup. Or do you think he's so broken that he needs – he has no use to a new regime. They just need to get rid of him because he's just like – he's like a wart that you can't get rid of. Yeah, I think a new regime is going to want to bring in their own guy – um, especially with them, they've won their game this week, so now they're picking whatever it is, fourth or fifth. They kind of screwed themselves out of May or Caleb. But could they be a team that takes Jaden Daniels a new regime? So you got to think about that too. If if they pick fourth and they take Jaden Daniels, then um, I think they move on from Mac Jones, and then you can have Zappy as a backup, even though it's not you know similar uh, style to Jaden Daniels. But I think you you hold on to Zappy. Is this a team that also could go not draft a QB mm-hmm. and bring in another guy that has starter experience and they give the competition between them and Mac Jones and they figure this is a rebuilding year anyway. We're just gonna basically, you know, let let the two it's it's almost like we're gonna let like a, a Ritter and uh Heineke fight it out, but the reality is we don't have a good quarterback. So it's kind of like a quasi tank mm. for next year. Cause they're not, I don't think they rebuild a roster with a new regime overnight. 
Like, I don't think yeah. they're competitive next year either. So, like, I mean, keep Mac Jones and bring in, like, a Drew Locke or someone like that, and it's just a competition. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the more likely route, especially with them now picking fourth or fifth or whatever. They're not going to get Marvin Harrison. They're not going to get any of the two top quarterbacks. They could be the first team that just takes the offensive tackle. Because their left tackle is Trent Brown, and that guy's up and down. Like they could just get that left tackle of the future and build, you know, that way. Or they trade back and try to get another pick. Because I mean, yep. they need they need a, they have a lot of needs. So I I do yep. wonder if they're if are we discounting the fact that Mac Jones could at least enter next year with a shot to be the starter? Yeah, I mean. I don't think in any league I'm cutting Mac Jones. I'm going to at least see what happens, but I'm not counting on him as a starter at all. If anything, I'm viewing him as a backup right now. But isn't he a guy that you would argue is if he won the job, he's just, he could be as good as like a Geno Smith, Baker Mayfield, something like, like that range. Probably a little bit behind that range, but if he like get some weapons like how here, do you, how do you get Mac Jones? Nobody's cutting him. But I think mm-hmm. both of us, I mean, his value's in the tank. Nobody wants him at all. And I think the narrative's going to be he's going to get dealt. Right. And I don't think it's going to get dealt to start. I think it's going to get dealt to be, like, uh, buried on a, you know, as, as a backup somewhere. So mm-hmm. I think you can get him cheap. How do you get him, though? That's my question. Is he is a guy I'm uh, interested in buying for that reason? Because I think other people have a third-round value on him. And I'm like, well, like, he's going to get another shot. Somewhere, whether he wins it or not, it's a different story. I mean, I I would give up a third and a fourth to get him. If somebody's willing give up to do like it. a, I mean, could you get him by trading like Gabe Davis for him? Probably, yeah. I think that the other, kind of I think the other owner would rather have Gabe Davis. That, but that type of player that's already kind of stuck in the, mm-hmm. like the middle, like, like would you give up a Marvin Mims for him? Yeah, I think I would do that because Marvin Mims hasn't proven shit. Like that kind of guy that has some like fake value, basically. Right. Yep, I agree but, with that. But for your roster construction, you'd rather have the QB that has a chance to start right. versus the you know the random player where you're going, what can I get for this guy? So I think that's how you yeah. got to get some of these higher-end backup QBs. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one to see if I can get even more Mac Jones than I already have. All right, wide receivers now. Fucking, this is train wreck city. Backs. Are you doing receivers? Oh, first? running backs. I'm sorry. Yeah, I forgot about the running backs. Uh, so Ramondre Stevenson, Ezekiel Elliott, Jamichael Hasty, Kevin Harris are their top four right now. Practice squad, they did pick up Keyshawn Vaughn, um, and I believe that is it. I don't think they have anybody that's injured. Uh, no, they don't. Okay, so yeah, I mean, running backs, Stevenson. This, I think, this is kind of like a regime dependent. Like, who ends up here? Like, they could totally want different running backs than what Ramondre Stevenson gives you. Um, you know, I think people were valuing Ramondre Stevenson worth a first round pick at you know beginning of the year. I don't think he's worth that anymore. Zeke's a free agent, but they. You know, Zeke could probably end up anywhere. Jermichael Hasty, just a guy. Kevin Harris, just a guy. I think you agree on that. I would say that Ramondre feels a lot like Antonio Gibson, where the team that has him or the, the regime that takes over 
might like him or might not, but they're going to bring in their own guys. Right. But I still like Romandre. I mean, I think he's going to have other shots. He's done enough already that whether it's next year with the new regime or the year after that when he goes to free agency, kind of similar to Gibson, I'm willing to kind of use him as a a spot on my team that I think is going to give me plenty of spot starts at least the rest of his career. Right. Everybody else, I mean, Kevin Harris is probably the only other one I would pick up. But even him is subject to just getting clean housed by a new regime that's like, yeah, this guy yeah. really isn't that good. You know, he could easily be cut. None of the others I have any interest in rostering. Zeke's interesting because I think Zeke showed enough this year he could play the exact same role on a new team. Yeah. I think he's a guy I'm interested in buying. Other people will think he's dead when the season ends. If I can get him as th- I mean, you might be able to get him for fourths. Random yeah, I, rookie picks, trade ups, you know, the 307 for the 304. I'm like, I'm getting the same player at either pick. Give me right. Zeke for free. Like, I'll take some Zeke. I, I was impressed with him this year. I think I on agree. a better team, he could have smashed. Yeah, I agree. And then um, Keyshawn Vaughn, is that dream dead? I mean, it was dead a long time ago, but okay. dude, he could. Don't you agree when you see a team like Tampa Bay that has nothing at running back and he gets cut? during the season i mean yeah, yeah gone <laughs> okay all right wide receivers like i was mentioning fucking woof kendrick Bourne's a free agent matt slater who's not really a receiver and trey nixon are free agents uh Devontae parker tyquan thornton demario douglas are the starters right now they have juju kayshawn butte jalen rager and then um on their practice squad they have TJ Luther, who I've never heard of in my life. And on the IR is obviously Kendrick Bourne right now. And I believe that is you know, Trey Nixon as well. Oh, I think the only receiver I even want on this team is Demario Douglas and maybe some Kendrick Bourne. That's it. Yeah, I mean, Bourne had the torn ACL, so that hurt. If he would have stayed healthy, I could have seen where he hits free agency and has a little more demand, but he does feel like somebody that's going to have to sign a prove-it deal. Yeah, um, and I'm, he would turn 29 at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty high on Demario Douglas. I think he might be one of the exceptions that ends up next year. Everyone kind of buries him because he has no capital, and he's on a bad team, and they're yeah, changing he's like regimes. Their, their new uh, Jacoby Myers, basically. Yeah, I, I think for sure he survives, goes into next year, and if they get a better offense with a better quarterback, you know, things just click a little better. I can easily see him being their main guy next year. So definitely mm. he's a guy, and I don't say this lightly, he is a guy that I would say comes from the below wide receiver threshold that I'd be interested in getting more of versus mm. shedding. Like I'd take him over Gabe Davis 10 out of 10 times. Okay. Demario Douglas over Rashid Shahid easily. Like those, that. like that type of player, I'd rather have Douglas because I think he can do more. If the offensive situation is good, I'd rather have him. So he's probably a buy, and I, I, you know, I do not say that lightly. About I'm very snobby when it comes to receivers. You know, yes. like I do not want these cloggers, and he's one of the exceptions. Yeah. Parker, I would cut. Thornton, I would cut. Jalen Rager, cut. Butte, cut. Juju, what do you do with Juju? Gone. Just he's one of the players you ju- just you don't want to deal with. He's yeah. worthless. You, you can't get anything for him. Just move on. Kayshawn Butte, classic roster clogger. If people go, I'll give it another year. Yeah, Gone. he's the he's the new Justin Ross without the domestic violence Gone. and all that. Just uh, let other people in Dynasty 
have that issue on their team, not you. Okay. And then if you had Kendrick Bourne, you still holding him, or did you cut him already when he got hurt? I think lineup leagues, you can cut him. No, I mean, if he's on your IR and you don't have to activate him yet, then fine. But when it comes down to it, probably rather have a quarterback or running back in that spot. Okay. Tight ends. All three of them are free agents. So we're going to have new tight ends on this team. So we'll just talk about them individually. Hunter Henry, Mike Gusecki, Farrow Brown. Um, None of the other ones are even really worth talking about. So Hunter Henry, I mean, he's had some games this year. I think he's a little older, but he's classic, you know, top tier tight end too. Yeah, he's he's perfect as your tight end too on your team that you just roll with. If you can sell mm-hmm. a tight end that has value when he doesn't, take him as your tight end too. So I think yep. he's he's the prototypical I have him as my backup. Right. When I have to play him, I'm just playing him. There is no flexing him or playing guessing games with him, you know? Like he has right. a specific role. If if I have more than that, on my roster, I don't need him as my tight end four. Yep. Tight end three even. So that's uh that that's an easy one. And then Gasecki, I he's hard to cut, but if you told me I'm cutting him for a quarterback or a running back, I can't. Mm-hmm. How many times are you gonna make excuses for the guy? I was in on Gasecki and then he hit free agency and they paid him what, like two million dollars or something like that? I mean, it was not much money. Yeah. And then he was in an awful situation. So I mean, what can you do? He's probably one that more name than anything. Okay. And then Farrell Brown is just a guy, so we'll skip over yeah. him as well. All right, on to the New York Jets now. So obviously quarterback situation, Aaron Rodgers going to be there again next year. Fine with that. Zach Wilson probably ends up getting traded, cut, whatever. Trevor Simeon uh, and Brett Rippon as well. What, do you, what are your thoughts on those guys? Uh, Simeon, I've cut everywhere. Brett Rip and I dropped after he got cut by uh, the Rams. Yeah. Zach Wilson, honestly, I I don't have any Zach Wilson, but I've cut a couple Zach Wilson because I I don't know if a team brings him in and says we even want him as the back. What has he showed that makes him a good backup? Right, I agree. Like he's a guy that really I think has to rehab his image and what he can bring to the table. He clearly isn't a starter. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I mean, do you really think a team's going to bring him in over like a Kyle Allen or a Blaine Gabbard or something like that? I mean, he's better than those guys, but. I think he's like, he's he's probably an upside third quarterback that they can just see, but they got to have like a contingency plan ahead of him, basically. But, but if you're, you agree, if there's a team that has like a, a Blaine Gabbard or something, they may give that guy a shot before Zach Wilson because he's been Mm -hmm. in the system. You know what I mean? Right. You know what he feels like? He feels like, and this is maybe a recency bias example, he feels like the Mitch Trubisky to Mason Rudolph. Mm -hmm. You know, where it's like Mason Rudolph probably should have played before Mitch Trubisky, but they give Trubisky the shot because he was a first-rounder, but he's been awful. So it feels just doesn't feel like Zach Wilson's a backup. He might have to wait his turn a couple more years. So, yeah, I'm get rid of him. Get rid of him, cut him. Okay. And then, obviously, Rodgers, you're keeping, and we'll see what happens there. Running backs, Brees Hall, Abana Kanda, Dalvin Cook are on the roster right now. On the uh, practice squad, they have Xavier Valaday, Jocks Patrick, and that is it for the running backs. And I don't think they have anybody that's out for the year now. I think Brees Hall obviously is going to be a top five running back in Dynasty. You're keeping him. Abana Kanda, 
you kind of mentioned it like he hasn't done anything and like they were deactivating him over these certain guys like is he even worth keeping uh yeah because i think it is a regime that's going to return and they did draft him so i think he's he's somebody that you right. keep but easily he's a guy that could be joined by another free agent and another banacanda mm-hmm so we think, oh, he's going to be the number two next year, but there's no guarantee. There was never a sign at all that they wanted to make him the number two right? this year. And then Dalvin Cook. Do you just hold him? Do you cut him? I'm curious what you thought, what your th- thoughts on him, because he feels like he's I another kind of... Leonard Fournette where he never did anything. Yeah. Does he get another shot just purely based on his name? I think so, yeah. I think he sticks around. Like he could be like Melvin Gordon now. So, would you rather have Dalvin Cook, or would you rather have the rookies that did absolutely nothing, but so, are going to be on their team? Would you rather have him or Zach Evans or Evan Hall or Eric Gray? Like of those guys, would you rather have them or a Dalvin Cook? And what's your reasoning? Man, I think I would rather have. I think it's tough, man, isn't it? Yeah, it is because Dalvin just wanted too much money, but he never earned any of that this year. Like he was so terrible. Um, but uh, this is also a team with a terrible offensive line. So could Dalvin be a little bit better on a team with with a good offense, a good offensive line? Like could Dalvin Cook go back up Kyron Williams with the Rams and be better? Probably. So I'm probably going to go with Dalvin Cook on that one over those guys who didn't do anything, but it is close. So here's the reasoning for Dalvin Cook. Because I will know faster. True. Yep. If I have Zach Evans or Eric Gray or Evan Hall, guess what? I'm going to probably hold those guys for another year. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, he either can play or he can't. Like, if next year he gets invited to a camp and he gets cut, like, see ya. You know what I mean? He's done. I don't have to sit there and waste a spot for a year wondering if he's good or not. He could also be the backup. Like you said, he could go to a team and he's the backup, and he's a t- he's an injury away from being a Zeke Elliott this year. All right. But I think oh. I know quicker on Dalvin Cook. I You get trapped into holding these day three running backs because they have a name. Like, literally, those guys I named are perfect. Eric Gray, Zach Evans. They didn't do yeah. anything. Even yeah. on shitty teams, they couldn't get in there. I mean, those teams played everybody over those guys. Yeah. So why even have them? You know what I mean? True. Yep, I agree. So, I, yeah, give me Dalvin, because at least I'll know if Dalvin's dead faster. Yep. And then any of these practice squad running backs, I'm not interested in. They didn't even get in there to play. So, uh, wide receivers... Garrett Wilson, Jason Brownlee, Xavier Gibson, Irvin Charles, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb are on the uh, active roster right now. And then they do have Lance McCutcheon, one of your favorites. Malik Taylor uh, on the practice squad. Any injured guys? I don't think so off the top of my head. No. So... Garrett Wilson, obviously, he's a top 10 fantasy receiver for me. I like Gibson and Brownlee. Like, I've, I've picked those guys up quite a bit, but I just don't think they're ever going to be, like, number two receivers. They're just, like, best ball type receivers, basically. Randall Cobb, you can cut. Alan Lazard, though, that one's interesting. Do you think he you cut him even with Rodgers coming back? 
all cloggers. Easy. Okay. Garrett Wilson or bust. Get rid of all the others. Okay. I still like Gibson and Brownlee, but it kind of just depends on the size of your league. Tight end. Um, Tyler Conklin, Jeremy Rucker, Kenny Yaboa, CJ Uzama. Uzama, cut. Goodbye. Uh, Yaboa, you don't want. Jeremy Rucker, he came on a little bit here once they went to the youth movement. Probably a clogger. Conklin, he's solid, though. I think Conklin and Rodgers could be pretty good. Yeah, Conklin, I think, fits the he's your perfect backup. Yeah. If he's your four or five, then get rid of him for something else. Uh, Jeremy Ruckert, he he still is a step below the he's earned like a backup spot on a team. He's a step mm. below even like a Noah Gray type. Yeah. So yeah, until then, I'm fine cutting Ruckert. I've cut some Ruckerts just for the sake of backup QBs or running backs already. And Zach Koontz, too on the practice squad. I'll cut him. He hasn't done anything. Yeah, I mean, we're talking two tight end leagues are different leagues with super deep rosters or two tight ends or, you know, that those are a slightly different, but we're talking most people play in 1.75, 1.5, start one. Like these guys are just cloggers, all of them. Yeah. All right, on to Baltimore now. So obviously Lamar Jackson, Tyler Huntley, Josh Johnson, Malik Cunningham, both Huntley and Johnson are free agents at the end of the season. Um, nobody on the practice squad and nobody that's gotten injured, I believe. So yeah, let's, I think obviously everyone's keeping Lamar Huntley and Josh Johnson. What do you do with those guys? Uh, Josh Johnson cutting, uh, Huntley, I think is potentially a backup elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'd be fine cutting him if you had to. But I could see another team bringing him in, and he's a backup. The, the guy I'm adding everywhere is Malik Cunningham. I think he's their future backup. Okay. I can they see brought that. him in purposely, and Lamar Jackson is his mentor. Yeah. Him okay. and Lamar are tight. So I, I can see them thinking he's the next Tyler Huntley, basically, where they don't want to play him, but he's coming from the same system. I actually think he's a guy that I'm trying to add in a lot of leagues because that's another one where – if I would have told you the one quarterback this year that never missed a damn snap and it was Lamar Jackson, right? right. I mean, yeah. But yeah, give me some Malik Cunningham. He's a definitely one I want going into the offseason. All right. Running backs Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, Melvin Gordon, and obviously J.K. Dobbins, who is out for the season. Jake Funk is on the um, practice squad, too. Keaton. What do you think about these guys? Oh, and Keaton, yeah, Keaton's out for the season. What they, uh, he probably starts the year on pup, I would imagine. Yeah, well, I was going to ask you because I think the Baltimore running backs are very interesting because they are. Yeah, Gus and Dobbins you, are free agents too. They're useful, but they're also I don't want any of them if they're not on Baltimore. Yeah, and yeah, this this whole room could get overhauled like. Like Dobbins and Gus Edwards are both free agents. They could both just walk. Justice Hill remains here. But Don't you they think can... they bring Gus back? They just keep bringing yeah. him back? Yeah, I think so. That makes sense. Are, but are I, you I don't Justice know if they... Hill at the end of the year? I mean, they, they, they re-signed him last year, so he's going to be back. Okay, so who's the cloggers then? I mean, let, let's assume Dobbins is gone. I don't. They weren't even paying him before he got injured. I don't see them paying him off a torn Achilles. Yeah, no, no. I think he's good so, as gone. 
Yeah, he's gone. Gus, they could bring back. So let's say they go into the offseason. Melvin Gordon's irrelevant. Let's go through yeah. uh, Gus, Justice Hill, and Keaton Mitchell. That's their running back room on paper going into free agency. Mm-hmm. How would you prioritize those three? Probably Gus, Keaton, Justice Hill. So you'd keep Keaton over Justice Hill? Yes. Would you I dump Keaton for mm-hmm. what? Um, a third. Yeah, probably a third. So you're saying Justice Hill's below a third, then? Yes. Yeah. I mean, he so hasn't really my done anything is, all year. Isn't there a better option than him to pick up, or you mean in, to pick in up the NFL? Um, the rule being no, because can't even get a fourth for him. Why is he on your team? I agree. Yeah, he could be like the Travion Williams on this team, basically. Like he might have the backup role. For half the season, but he's never useful. So, yeah, I could see cutting Justice Hill. Gus Edwards might be the only one worth keeping. And obviously, you're going to hold on to Dobbins if you have him. But, I mean, Dobbins' situation is looking bleaker and bleaker every year. I mean, I dumped... I dumped all the Dobbins for like 40 cents on the dollar when he tore his Achilles. No, no time for that shit. Right. Agreed. So unfortunate for him, but wide receivers, Zay Flowers, Rashad Bateman, Odell, Tylen Wallace, Nelson Aguilar, uh, Laquan Treadwell is on the practice squad. Tariq Black's on the practice squad. Sean Ryan, never heard of him. Duvernay is on the IR. And I believe that is it for wide receivers. Yeah. So, and then their free agents are Duvernay, Aguilar, Odell. So I think Odell's gone. Aguilar, I could see them bringing him back because he's actually been pretty useful for them. Zay Flowers is the number one there. Rashad Bateman, that's the one that I just don't think he's very good. He is one of the ones that is the definition of a roster clogger that has a name. Right. So you trade him for, put it this way, I'd rather have running backs and quarterbacks than him. So it may look really gross, but if I can get a higher-end backup QB, I'd rather have that over Rashad Bateman because what's the purpose on my roster? He's never going to be more than the number two or three option at the very, very, very best. And we're not even counting Andrews, so he's probably the three at the best. Right. And he's not any better than Nelson Aguilar or... You know, anybody else they throw out there. He's even when Andrews is there, he's not any better than Isaiah Likely or Nelson Aguilar in a random game. So mm-hmm. what's his what's his purpose? Right. And they could be another candidate for a team that drafts a wide receiver in the first round again. I I think they bring Odell back, honestly. If he wants to play again, like I've heard I the think retirement if he's willing rumors. to to not ask for more money, I think if he's willing to to meet him wherever, I think they really valued what he brought to their offense and to their mm-hmm. locker room and everything. I could see them bringing him back for another deal. I actually like Odell. I think there's a lot of ways you can get to Odell for names that are not as good, but they're names that he's not going to have any value after the season, right? Because he's 31, he's had numerous injuries, like people are going to go, oh, it was do a good you, run. Do you think you could just trade Bateman for Odell? Like, in a, if I'd, you know. I'd do that all day. There's a lot of receivers that I think have fake value. They're on paper, they have value, but they're not good. Like Jahan Dotson comes to mind. Like he's just not good. Mm-hmm. 
you could probably get Odell plus for John Dotson, and you get the better receiver. Okay. Yeah, I, like I that, can see that. that. That kind of creative deal where it's like you're you're buying the old guy, but it's an old guy that could give you a year of production versus the guy you're trading away is you're never going to know when to play him. Okay. Um, Aguilar. Roster clogger, or would you hold clogger. him? Come on. Okay. I, I think he's played pretty damn good for them this year. Okay. I think he's... We're, we're talking like lineup leagues here. He's a clogger. He's always been a clogger. He's a clogger now, even on the Ravens. Okay, I can give you that. Now, for all the best ball bros out <clears> there, <throat> you know, I know this is a lot of South Harmon likes best ball. That's different. You know, right. best, best ball, I think he's... Can't you see him just going anywhere and playing the same kind of role? He's like the fourth receiver, right? Like, he'll put up... Yeah. 500 yards and 40 catches and you're like, oh, okay, he was useful a couple times. Like that, yeah. That's what he is. Yeah, I think he should come back in this role for this team because I think he played it pretty well for them. Okay, sure. Tight ends. Uh, obviously, Mark Andrews you're keeping. Isaiah Likely and Charlie Kohler. And then on their practice squad, Scotty Washington. And that is it. I think I, think I, I really like... Um, Likely, he's been really good since he's taken over for Andrews. I think they've kind of seen that, hopefully, and this offensive uh, staff isn't really going to go anywhere. So I think Likely is a guy that he sh- could have some value um, still as a tight end, even when Andrews comes back. Yep, I think he's, again, your, your number two tight end if you have him. And I preferably on a team that does not have Mark Andrews. Mm. Not Not really a fan of handcuffing. You know, like in that situation, I want to be able to pick between the two and I don't want to roster any others. But yeah, I, I agree with you. And then I know you've liked Kohler in the past. Has he shown you enough yet? Jeremy Ruckert, see ya. He's still a step below from useful. So yeah, see ya. Not carrying any Kohlers okay. anymore. Okay. Um, and I believe that is it for them. Do they have any free agent tight ends now? So they'll all be back. So that'll be interesting to see how that one goes out. Uh, All right, on to your Cincinnati Bengals. Quarterbacks, Joe Burrow, Jake Browning, A.J. McCarron. I could see that room staying the same next year. Yeah, I think think they'll end up getting rid of McCarron. I think he's just a stopgap because they like him. So I think he'll be gone. So I carried some McCarron just because he was, you know, potentially the next man up, but cut him. And, yeah, I think it's Burrow and Browning next year. Yep. And, and then he, they have, you want to carry Brownie. So easy. Yeah. And they had uh Drew Plitt yes, on their no, practice no squad. <laughs> I think they're they finally made because here's the thing, Browning is an exclusive rights free agent. They're gonna be able to bring him back on a read upon deal. So he's gonna be back there for one more year. But I also think I could see him being a guy that gets more money the next year because of what he did this year. Mm-hmm. Like he could be a don't you think he could be a backup that gets like four or five million or something like that and the Bengals ain't paying that so they'll just dra- I could see them also drafting a QB this year like a fifth round guy and seeing if that guy's their future backup but he's the number three for the first year I could see that so Bo Nix got it sure, sure. <laughs> Jordan right. Travis there you go. All right, running backs. Joe Mixon, he did sign a restructured deal um, before the season starts, so I think he'll be back. Chase Brown, he's showing uh, the last couple weeks, you know, showing a couple things. Travion Williams, Chris Evans, those guys are definitely cloggers on every waiver wire that I've seen. 
Don't want any of those guys. And then practice squad, Demetric Felton's still there. I'm surprised Felton's never really gotten a chance with them yet. Um, and that is it. Yeah, what I think like th the QB room, I think the running back room probably looks pretty similar to what it is right now. They yeah, probably add another guy. Chase Brown. But, yeah. Yeah. I think they roll with Mixon and Chase Brown and probably a third guy that they uh yeah, I could Travion's see if he gets cut. a free agent. I could see if he gets cut. Um, one thing I've read before is that Samaj P. Ryan kind of regrets leaving. Mm -hmm. I could see that being a guy if he gets cut, then that could be the back. type of guy they sign back, which is annoying for Chase Brown. Yeah, for sure. Because they'd probably be like, oh, we're going to play P. Ryan over him. You know what I mean? It, that wouldn't be the kind of guy you'd want to see him sign, but don't put it past him to be like, oh, yeah, we like that guy. And now we can get him cheaper than the $4 million that he left in Denver. Okay, sure. Yeah. One million? Okay, come on down. Yeah, I can see that. Travion Evans just cut. Yeah, come on. Okay. Wide receivers, Chase Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Trenton Irwin, Andre Osavis, Charlie Jones, uh, Kwame Lasseter, Kendrick Pryor, Stanley Morgan, Shedrick Jackson. Those guys are all in the practice squad. Um, let's see. Higgins is a free agent. Boyd's a free agent. Trent Irwin's a free agent. I could see them bringing back Irwin for sure. Higgins and Boyd will be interesting. What do you, what are your thoughts on those? Yeah. Irwin, they'll bring back. He'll be the same as he's been. He'll be like the fifth oh. or sixth receiver. Cause I think they like him. Burrow likes him. Like he's, he's there in an emergency. You could play him, Yep. but he's a clogger. Even best ball. I think he's a clogger. Yep. Uh, I think Boyd's for sure gone hundred percent. No chance. He comes back. Uh, Higgins, I mean, if they're smart, they'll tag Higgins and then they'll try to trade him if they can get something that they can replace him with. Uh, my opinion is I don't think the way that they ran their offense with Browning, if they translate that to Burrow, I don't think Burrow needs Higgins and Chase. At least not for the price you could replace Chase or Burrow with, or not Burrow, Higgins with. Mm -hmm. Like if you could get a late first for Higgins and not pay him, and reinvest that into something else, especially in this receiver class. Like, I don't think, I think your offense is Chase and Burrow, and then everything else works around it. Like, doesn't it kind of feel like they might be kind of where the Bills were last year, where they're looking for that, like, new iteration of their offense, where I'm not saying they draft a tight end, but it kind of feels like maybe how they played with Browning being able to win with multiple tight ends and randoms at receiver that maybe they can get away with that without having to pay Higgins. Cause I think Higgins gets paid. I think he's a 25 million a year receiver. If he hits free agency, like people okay. don't really like him in dynasty, but I think if they, if he hit NFL free agency, I think he's seen as an alpha, like someone yeah. would step up and, and pay him more than I think since he would pay him. Don't you Agreed. think? Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, why not franchise tag him? And if he's willing to play on the tag, keep him one more year. But if someone said, we'll give you the 23rd pick for him, and you can re you could literally draft a receiver on a cheap contract for that same pick, don't you think they have yeah. to at least look into that? Yeah, it's kind of like the A.J. Brown trade with the Titans and Eagles. Same thing. You or get Hollywood that, Brown. Yeah, you get that, you know, that 18th overall pick for... AJ Brown and you draft Traylon Burks. Like, so they could do that again. Like, could they just do that and take Keon Coleman? Well, and also depending on where their pick ends up, they might have, that might mean with their pick, maybe they pick 15th. They could mm -hmm. draft a guy at their pick and then have the second pick 
Yeah, be still offensive lineman or something. It, yeah. Right. You don't you're not forced to go a certain position because you have two picks. You have 15 and 24. You know, now you have mm-hmm. the flexibility to move up, to move back. I think that's the way they'll play it. Like I think they're cool. comfortable enough with Yoshivas and Charlie Jones and Trenton Irwin and Jamar Chase. They could go into the offseason with they they're gonna need to get another tight end. I like Tanner Hudson, but they're going to need to get another tight end. I think they could bring Drew Sample back too for the same reason because he's basically right. like a, a glorified fullback and they like him. But I think they could go either way, tight end or receiver, but I don't think they need to pay Higgins. And that's not what I would have said six months ago, but I've seen the offense without chasing Higgins and it's still effective. If you think your quarterback's good, you don't need both. Right. So, and so I, I'll just say Charlie Jones and Yoshivas are cloggers. Okay, you don't think any of those guys step no. in to be the slot receiver? Nope, I think they're they're okay to have. One of them might be better than the other, but I I don't. They're more fake value. I mean, when Boyd and Higgins leave, I'll sell them. Any third, okay. you can have them. I'm, I I don't think either one of them grow into a starter role. Maybe I'm wrong, but I think that the good news is they're both. I think they're both good enough though to be like like their best ball guys. I want for sure. Like they're not right. busts. They're good players. They're just I don't think in a lineup league they're they, they're gonna hit the threshold. Okay, I'm good with that. Um, tight ends. Uh, I talk about the four way fuck fest all the time, and this is the classic yep. team that does it. Good thing is three of them are free agents. Irv Smith, Drew Sample, Mitchell Wilcox. I bet you probably I wouldn't be shocked if they re sign Wilcox and Sample and Tanner Hudson, and that's their three tight ends. Let Irv Smith walk. Um yeah, if I Irv's have to gone. Yeah, if I pick any tight end from this group, it's definitely Tanner Hudson that I would keep. I'm not keeping Sample or Wilcox or Irv Smith. Um, I've always been the Irv Smith guy. It's just, it's just not going to happen for him. I think injuries have just kind of sapped anything that he's had. So I would be willing to cut Irv Smith on teams this offseason and pick up, you know, like you said, any running back on a 53, any of those backup quarterbacks. And uh, I do think that Tanner Hudson is a good, a good guy to hold on to, but I, I do not think he's their starter. Yeah, I think he's probably just right. yeah, like one of the guys that is in the rotation. I agree. I, I think they're going to look for a, another tight end that can play all three downs. Like, I, you know, who I think could be on their radar that they were not after, or you know, they weren't after when he was a free agent. This is a perfect team for like a Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry, yeah. Like that type where they can get for, you know, five, six oh. million a year. Like they're going to have to pay him a little bit, but I don't think it's going to be so expensive to where, they, I mean, Tanner Hudson and Hunter Henry, I would be very excited with that tight end room. Honestly, they should have just never let Hayden Hurst go. Hayden Hurst was perfect. Yeah, but I, I think he wanted he, he wanted the money. Yeah. You know, he wanted a multi-year deal with more money than they were willing to pay. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right, on to Cleveland now. So quarterbacks, obviously Joe Flacco is there right now, P.J. Walker, uh, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, and Deshaun Watson are on IR. I think they got to bring back Flacco as the backup, and then you can have Thompson-Robinson as the third, and then P.J. Walker can get lost. This is the one I want to ask you about, because I had a very, I think, interesting take on my last DD show about this. I think we might be in two months. I think we're maybe talking about cutting Joe Flacco because he's not playing. 
I don't think he co- why would he come back to Cleveland? He only's here because they gave him a chance to start. Right. Why yeah, would he come I mean, back? He, he clearly already showed he does not want to come back and sit behind some young guy or sit behind an ingrained starter. So true. why would he re-sign in Cleveland? It feels like it's going to be a great story, but like he's looking for the next Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. And he might have to just do that and wait for an injury to somebody like, you know, you know, Watson gets hurt or whoever gets hurt, you know. So let's say he does that. It's he could do that. Yeah. Opening week next week. And it still says F.A. by Joe Flacco. Are you cutting him? Probably. Yeah. Because I usually do that. on most my my free agent. Will you hold him all summer? Yes. Especially when he wins the Lombardi again. Okay, so you will hold him even if it makes the Browns make it clear he's not coming back. He hits free agency and he's on your team with an FA by his name for four months. You're still holding him. I think so, yeah. Just because he's proven, man, he can step right in and and lead the team like he always has. Okay. I think I got to. So he's almost one where you like don't even know what to do because he's going to have zero value. Yeah, and I, I think that's one of the things that has changed for me and you, like these quarterbacks now. You know, I used to, any of those quarterbacks that had F.A. next to their name, gone, see ya. But there are certain ones that I think you got to keep. I think he's one of them. Would you rather have Joe Flacco or Josh Dobbs? That one's a good question. Probably Flacco because I... But don't yeah, you think prob- Dobbs gets a, gets another shot to be a backup like he has been Ab- already? Like he's going to get Absolutely. the same role as he has yeah. been. Yeah, Dobbs is going to be somebody's backup for sure. Okay, so a couple more. Flacco or the bottom end backups? Like I assume you would hold him over like Zappy, like those types? Yeah. What about yep. the more proven guys? Like would you, if you had to pick between cutting Flacco or Andy Dalton? I'd rather have Flacco. Okay, so he's he's clearly a higher tier for you than probably most. He'll still be one of your top like 10, 15 backups. Yes. Yeah. Tyrod? I'd rather have Flacco. Man. Okay. Wouldn't be wouldn't be shocking too, like Atlanta's not in the position to get a quarterback again. What if they signed Flacco to be the starter? You you know you know what I I was just thinking about the other day when I was watching the games the other day. You know the spot that I could see getting Flacco. It fits perfectly, and it fits the team build. Who's that? And he comes in and just runs the offense, and they build an offensive line around him. Any clue? Uh, Atlanta's my my guess, but nope. Better I guess. Minnesota oh. promises him the starting job. Oh, yeah. And he, they just say, you're the starter. Here's all these weapons. Right? And just goes in there and, and does sink thing, or swim. Because yeah. that's a yeah. team that really doesn't have an option, right? Unless Cousins is willing to take a discount. Yeah. I, they're going to be looking for a QB, don't you think? And I, I think of all the bridge guys, what they're going to cost versus what they can do kind of feels like Flacco may be the cheaper, cleaner, like, hey, we'll give you $10 million for one year, and right. you're starting. There is no – you're going to compete with Josh Dobbs or Jaron Hall or Nick Mullins. Like, you're the starter. Versus 
here, Joe, you want you want eight million to back up Deshaun Watson, but you're not the starter unless Deshaun right. gets hurt. Yeah, no, you're you're bringing up good points. I could definitely see that happen in the Flacco. And does and let me just ask you this one more point because you're a Browns fan. Does Deshaun Watson want Joe Flacco in that room? Hell no. And, don't, knows... don't you think? Don't you think that creates like a weird dynamic where like all the fans are like put Flacco in, and everyone's <laughs> like, even players on the team might be like, because yeah. didn't Amari say Flacco's like the best QB he's ever? played with in terms yeah, of getting him the ball. I mean, yeah, taking a that's shot why I don't think he's back. In Cleveland. And, uh, he's yeah. not back in Cleveland. I don't think you can have him and Deshaun on the same team. Cause like Flacco's just the veteran just sitting back there. Well, like, I'll tell you what, I'm here for the Nick Foles run from Joe Flacco. Just take us I, all the way to the Super Bowl. Let's win it. We'll build a statue and call it. So call are, it are you and me are going to be fighting for the Flacco's that people cut in week 18, right? Pretty much, yes. Okay. Um, we didn't even. I mean, we're talking about the backup of you know of Deshaun Watson. So we haven't even really talked about Watson. What are you doing with him? Like, if you look at keep trade cut, he's down like a, like nineteen twenty of quarterbacks, and I just which laugh is dumb. at that. Yeah, which is dumb. As soon as the off season gets here and some of the other guys ahead of him fall, like you're gonna yeah. rather have Watson. He he's gonna get another two years. Yeah, he's not top to like get eight and yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's not top you can trade eight. Like Bryce Young for Deshaun Watson plus. Are you doing right. that? What was it again? You can trade Bryce Young for Deshaun Watson in a second. Oh yeah, I'll take a Watson easy. You could do that though. I mean, that's Probably. how far down Watson's been buried. Like yeah, yeah. Um, I like I I always thought of him as like a top eight to top ten quarterback. He's obviously not that now. Um, I think. I would take Dak over him. I would take Tua over him. I would take Brock Purdy over him. So, like, he's behind those guys, but, like, I would take him, like, Jared Goff or Watson, I'd take Watson. I, I think they're in the same range, but, yeah. yeah. He, he's in the range of you and I are probably going to like him a lot more than everybody else Yeah. when you really start going player for player, value yeah. for value. So, yeah, yeah. like... He's clearly just going to be a buy. And then do you agree that DTR, he is the backup? Yeah, he's the long-term backup. Yeah, he's. I think he's showing enough, and he's still improving. So, yeah, he's he's definitely going to be somebody, especially they, they drafted him too. P.J. Walker, no thanks. He was terrible for – I know he got him got us some wins. I'm grateful, whatever, but he's he sucks. Yep. Running backs. Obviously, Nick Chubb got hurt. Uh, probably start the year on pup. Uh, Jerome Ford, Kareem Hunt, Pierre Strong, and then they have John Kelly on the practice squad right now. Yeah, Chubb, I still like, but obviously it's a very devastating injury. We'll see how he comes back from it, but he he's gonna definitely go down in the rankings. Kareem Hunt is a free agent. Honestly, I think the best spot for Hunt is probably just re-sign here again for another one-year, whatever, $1.3 million deal. Do you think they would rather pay Kareem? Because the thing with you, have, you have to pay Kareem Hunt something, $2 million, something like that. Do you think they'd rather just keep Pierre Strong and uh, Jerome and Ford? Ford? And then is it pending on Chubb? If they think they can get Chubb back to start the year, they may not explore Hunt. But if they don't, he's the perfect, like, he's on standby. Yep, I, I think that's 
Yeah, exactly. And I know they they I don't remember if they talked to Zeke or there was the rumor of Zeke, but like even if they just signed Zeke instead of Kareem Hunt, I'd be fine with that. I mean, you think they gotta probably draft a guy, right? Even if it's like a round five type player, like they'll they have to bring in some a fresh body, right? Yeah, or whatever, sign one of those, you know, types. I don't know. I don't know who, who the guy would be, but they could sign somebody or draft somebody, yeah. So do, do you count Pierre Strong as a guy you're stashing, or are you fine cutting him? I think I'm okay cutting him, but he's probably like one of the... There's a lot more guys I would cut before him, so he might make it as like the last guy on my roster. Uh, is the Dynasty community undervaluing Jerome Ford? Like, is there a window where he continues to get bigger and a little bit better, and next year he's like a top 20 guy entering the year if Chubb's not ready? And just uh, take, takes over a workload that's never going to go away even when Chubb comes back? I mean, I just, I just think he's kind of was like the perfect kind of compliment um, for Chubb. I, I just he yeah if he ends up starting he could be like a top 24 guy but I could also see him falling into you know mediocrity not really even really doing much well I mean I'm not a like overwhelming fan of Jerome Ford necessarily but I'm just sitting here looking at running backs I mean you you agree if you have to forecast more than a year out on running back that I don't even care yeah I agree okay so right now Jerome Ford on keep trade cut is running back 33. That's fair. Probably. But it feels like, I mean, Keaton Mitchell's ahead of him. Yeah, I'd rather have Ford. I mean, Ford or Tajay Spears? Uh, probably Tajay. So, Ford or Najee? Probably still Najee. Uh, Ford, he's back-to-back with... Here's two guys he's back-to-back with. And neither of these guys have done anything. Ford, Kendra Miller, or Chase Brown? I'll take Ford over both of those guys. Okay, so, I mean, that's that's the range of type of player you could get. And then one more of a guy that's slightly below him, but has probably done even more than Ford. Ford or Chuba Hubbard? Mm, that they kind of feel like the same type of guy, right? Kinda, like yeah. complimentary, but like if you I was have them, say um, Antonio Gibson too would be another one. Uh, one more. Would you add a third to Damian Pierce to get Ford? Or no, I think I, I think I'd rather keep the third. I think I'd keep the third and Pierce. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. It just feels like you could go into the year next year where I could just picture, if, especially if they say Chubb's going to miss the first half of the year, they go into the season, Ford's being drafted in the top 24 running backs. Agreed. I could easily yep. see that. Yep, I agree with that. All right, wide receivers now. Amari Cooper, Cedric Tillman, Elijah Moore, uh, James Prochet, Marquise Goodwin, David Bell is on the active roster right now. Austin Watkins is on practice squad. Jalen Darden. On practice squad as well. And then anybody injured? Jakeem Grant. Uh, yeah, you can cut him a long time ago. Michael Woods, you can cut him too. Um, I think the only three receivers on this team I even want would be Cooper, Tillman, and, and Moore. I think hmm. the other guys are all cloggers. 
Yeah, what do you think about Tillman? I like him. I think, I think he's. I think Moore I think, is a clogger, and I think Tillman is right behind him. I I don't know about both of those guys. I think Tillman is pretty much the new Donovan Peoples Jones. Like he's out there for a bunch of snaps, um, good blocker, all that stuff. I just think he. I don't think he really got the chance this year to, you know, with all these different quarterback changes to really develop any sort of chemistry with any of them. So they obviously drafted him really high. They like him. I think he's still going to be a starter next year. Elijah Moore, definitely disappointing this year for me. Um, he could be a clogger, but I th- I don't know if I can cut him. No, you don't cut him, but I think he's, he's in the John Dotson range. He's a clogger. Yeah. Yeah. But he has value, which means you need to move him before right. the value starts to dissipate because he's not that good. Right. I can so see it, that. It does kind of feel like those two are both guys that I think are going to have an offseason market that you should consider your roster yeah. construction and if you really want to hold them. Okay. I'm good behind that. Tight ends, uh, Njoku, Harrison Bryant, Jordan Akins, uh, Zare Mitchell-Payton on the practice squad. So obviously on Joku we both think really highly of. He's a top eight tight end in Dynasty for sure. Harrison Bryant is a free agent, but I could see them bringing him back. And then Aikens, they signed to a multi-year deal. They haven't really used him much. Uh, but this team likes to use the tight end, so I could definitely see them bringing back Bryant. Okay, so let me ask you, is Njoku a guy, if you have Travis Kelsey right now, would you trade Travis Kelsey for Njoku after the season? Um. No, I think I would keep Kelsey for one more year. What would you need to add? In Joku in a second, would you do it? Probably, yeah. Just thinking of creative ways to kind of bet against the Kelsey outcome. I mean, Kelsey could retire. Yeah, he could. For I mean, sure. I, it just feels like there's going to be a limited window to move that, and when there's news, there's news, but true i don't know yeah i could see that um all right so that is it for the browns one we'll go to the steelers now we'll try and go a little faster um <laughs> yeah right. on pace for about a three and a half hour show one yeah. conference yeah, yeah yeah well steelers are most of the steelers are shitty so we can move <laughs> through those pretty quickly yeah Pickett, Rudolph, Trubisky. Pickett is one of the bottom half of the quarterbacks but hopefully with a new offensive coordinator you know, he turns it around. I think Mason Rudolph has definitely shown he's a solid backup. You can at least have him on on your team, and I wouldn't hate it. Trubisky, I think I'm completely outdone on. He's in Zach Wilson territory for me. Yeah, I can see Trubisky. I, I put him as he was one of the uh, the last any QBs on a team that could be held just because oh. he's gotten his chance as a backup. Yeah, and do you know who they have on their practice squad right now? We have Trace McSorley, I believe. Holy fuck. Could you imagine, yeah, I remember like, when they signed him, I said they have Mason Rudolph, Trace McSorley, and uh, Mitch Trubisky, the worst QB room of all time. Yeah, this is, this is, oh my goodness, that's terrible. But Mason Rudolph is at least showing he's competent. Um, so I, I will say with Pickett, he is one of the guys that's just everything points to he's a bottom, bottom, bottom tier QB. I agree. Yeah. Not good for fantasy, not good in real life, but he's going to have some value because they're going to give him another year as the starter probably. Yeah, but he's... I can literally replace him with backups on a weekly basis that are better than him. 
yeah. He reminds me of Mac Jones, basically. Like, the same kind of situation. Year two kind of sucked. Like, year three, if it sucks again, like, he's in Mac Jones territory where he's at now. Probably, yes. Now, do you buy at all the rumors that the Steelers will look to upgrade QBs? Did you find it at all interesting that they're rolling with Mason Rudolph, even though Pickett's been practicing? Like, it sounds like he's healthy, but they're going to Mason Rudolph this week again as the starter. Well, yeah, I think Rudolph was just so good that they have to give him another another chance. Yeah, but if your franchise QB gets injured, you don't not start him when he's back for Mason Rudolph. I get that, but maybe... I. I don't know if Pickett is fully back 100% healthy or not, or they're protecting him. I don't know. Okay, but does that do you think this is a team that would be interested in maybe trading for like a Justin Fields? Do you buy that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think they definitely would upgrade. So are you out on Pickett by January and February? Would you just dump him? Yeah, I would dump him. You're not getting a first for him. Like any second, I would sell him for a third and Sam Darnold for Pickett. Easy. Give me Sam Darnold in the third. If Sam Darnold was starting three games, would you ever start Kenny Pickett over him? No, yeah, I get it. That's probably a smart play. I just go. I just think he's worth a little bit more than a third in Sam Darnold. Uh, my point is, I, I'm telling you what I'm doing. He's off right. any team I have him on, which I think is only one. Okay, I can get by Even if it's quote-unquote selling low, and that's not even factoring in that they could get somebody else. Like, I think right. that's a team that will at least look at the free agent QBs. They have to. They have to look at, you know, even the gross guys, even like a Tannehill type, you know? Like, couldn't mm-hmm. you see where they bring in another QB, like a Tannehill or Minshew or something, and then it's like a legitimate battle? Absolutely, yeah, for so, sure. I mean, I just I want out of the picket business while he still has some fake value. Okay. Running backs, Najee, Jalen Warren, Godwin Igabuke, Anthony That's McFarland's on. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Najee and Jalen. None of the other guys are worth anything. They finally cut Anthony McFarland. You see that? Yeah, now he's on their practice squad. Yeah, they finally dumped him. So, yeah, yeah. that's their backfield. I think it's yeah, pretty he... self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, wide receivers, Pickens, Deontay, Allen Robinson. Miles Boykin is still in the league somehow. Calvin Austin. Uh, Des Fitzpatrick is on this team. Deuce Watts, never heard of him. Denzel Mims is on this team. I forgot about that. Um, yeah, I think it's just Pickens and Deontay. I think the rest I can cut. I think I, I kind of buy that they might move Deontay. There's been the rumblings that they may look to move. I don't know who would trade for him. Someone yeah, might. And then, I don't know then they have to pay him. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's already signed, so I think he's in his the second to la- the last deal year of his deal, maybe. Okay. But I mean, I I don't think you trade him just for like a fourth rounder. You know what I mean? I think he's still more valuable to you versus that. But uh, right. Everybody else a cut. If you're even holding like Allen Robinson and Calvin yeah. Austin, just dump. Yeah, Allen Robinson is a shell of his former self. That's for uh, sure. I'm more interested in what your thoughts are on the tight ends because uh, part of me says Fryer Moot's overrated, but then kind of feels like he's just going to be their starter for the next couple of years and he just can't stay healthy. Otherwise, he could easily be top 15 tight end every year. Yeah. I mean, he kind of feels like he's a top end tight end too. 
you know, he's going to be like, like Hunter uh, Henry when he was battling all the injuries. Pretty much. Yep. Darnell Washington is basically a tackle. He hasn't done shit. Is he a clogger? You think? Yeah, I think so. He hasn't even caught a touchdown. Like you caught him. Yeah. Remember when he was, oh, he's going to be this big red zone target. Connor Hayward has better stats than him. Yeah. And they used Connor Hayward more when Fryermuth was out. So, I mean, Connor Hayward's not somebody I want to keep, but if Fryermuth gets hurt again, I'm picking up Hayward before I pick up Washington. Would you be shocked if they announced, like, in March, Darnell Washington's moving to tackle and he's put no. on, like, 30 pounds? No, it wouldn't shock me you remember, you remember Dane Brugler and Lance Zerline on their show? They even said there were teams that were scouting him as a lineman. Yeah. And they even said he should put on, like, 30 pounds and he'll go in the first round as a tackle. <laughs> crazy absolutely like crazy. don't you don't you if you were him wouldn't you almost consider that like what you could get paid yeah. if you just made it as an average tackle is way more than he's ever going to get at tight end. as a tight end yeah especially after this season fucking jesus well then again uh, josh oliver got paid seven million a year because he can block true um, so I, don't I mean, that, I think that's all Darnett Washington is going to be. He's going to be a, a blocking special this and maybe catches a touchdown here or there, but he's never going to be this super star, stud starter. And it was all off of one freaking catch on, in the combine that he had that everyone's like, oh, he's going to, he's the next best tight end in the league. Okay. So let me ask you this. Do you think that there is a world <laughs> where Darnell Washington could be totally different? If he wasn't on the shitty Steelers with a QB that can't throw touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, he could be a red zone weapon, but I think that's all he is, is like a red zone weapon blocking specialist. Like, I don't okay. ever see him being, you know, okay. uh, Mercedes Lewis in his prime or something. Okay. Yeah, I was just wondering if maybe it's the, because that's the thing, the Steelers can't throw TDs. So they're, they're never going to be able to maximize a, in the a TD only guy. So. Yeah, they're never in the fucking red zone. So it doesn't matter. All right. Houston. Obviously, quarterback, they hit CJ Stroud. Top five quarterback for you, or top six? Uh, Yeah, probably QB4. QB4. You'd have him over Lamar. Yeah. I think I'd have I think I'd take Lamar over Stroud. I I think it's yeah, he's probably QB4, honestly. Interesting. Okay. Um Case Keenum, Davis Mills. I don't really either want want either of them, but they're solid backups, so I could get, you know, holding them. I think you I think one of them's going to be the Texans backup next year. Yeah, and I would hope it's Keenum, Davis Mills probably just needs to go somewhere else and then they're both under contract so i could see yeah. them both on the team yeah they, I they could just run the qb too. back room back next year with these same three yep uh running backs uh singletary damian pierce dare ugamwale uh on their practice squad they have jj taylor from the patriots is there uh, anyone injured? I don't think so. No. Singletary and uh, Dare are both free agents at the end of the year. I could see them re-signing Singletary for sure. Damian Pierce. I mean, a lot of people had him in like top 15 before the season. He's definitely not there anymore. I mean, right now, Pierce or Singletary straight up? Probably Singletary. 
Okay. So what do you do with Pierce? Is he just a body? Just a body, yeah. He's he's the new Damian Harris. Just kind of see what happens. Okay. That's kind of yeah. where I'm at with those guys. And then that, that's how fast Dari. guys like that can fall. Yep. Absolutely. Should have should have got your first round pick for Pierce uh this offseason. Wide receivers, Nico Collins, Noah Brown, Robert Woods, John Mechie, Xavier Hutchinson on the active roster right now, Johnny Johnson, Stevenson Sims, uh, Alex Bachman, Chase Coda are on their practice squad. Obviously, Tank Dell out for the year. Um, All cloggers, except for Nico Collins and Tank Dell. Whew. Okay, I, I think I can get behind that. Noah Brown has shown some flashes. Robert Woods should just retire. I could see Noah Brown having be like a KJ Osborne type on this offense. Yeah, that's a clogger though. Not when people are trading thirds for KJ Osborne two years ago. Uh, going into the offseason, I don't <laughs> want to roster wide receiver fifty eight. <laughs> well, why did you buy KJ Osborne for thirds two years ago? <laughs> that was two years ago. I've developed. I've okay. evolved. Um, I personally would still hold on to Noah Brown. Scott says no. Well, he's a free Go agent. If he leaves the Texans, do you have any interest? Um, probably not. No, unless he goes to, you know, another, you know, Mahomes or Josh Allen or whoever. Yeah, but I think it, they bring in another receiver, and I think it just forces everybody else on their team clogger. John Mechie, yeah. clogger, absolutely yeah. horrible. All the Mechie, other guys are bad. Yeah, Woods I would cut. Mechie I would cut. Hutchinson. Cut. Cut. Yeah, so, yeah, Collins. Tank Dell for sure you're keeping. Noah Brown. Uh, uh, how high would you have Tank Dell in, in Dynasty? Is he a top 20? Uh... Well, I mean, from a value perspective or a production perspective, I think you have to weigh. You can give me an answer on both. I think from a production perspective, he has very much potential to be top 20. Okay. From a value perspective, I don't feel where he is on like KTC matches up at all with what his actual value is. Tell me if you would take Tank Dell over these guys, okay? Just, mm -hmm. just nod your head yes or no. Say okay. yes or no. Tank Dell or Michael Pittman? Pittman. Tank Dell or DK Metcalf? Metcalf. Higgins. Higgins. DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Drake London. Drake London. Zay Flowers. Ooh, that's the one that's tough. Um probably Zay. That's close. Steph Diggs. Diggs. And last one. Tank Dell or Rasheed Rice? Tank Dell. Okay. He's ahead of every one of those guys on Keep Trade Cut. Yep. Which yeah, is just, it's just fake value. Go try to get DK Metcalf or Michael Pittman or T. Higgins for Tank Dell and let me know what the manager says. Mm -hmm. And if the response includes the words, fuck you, I'm <laughs> guessing that it's probably going to be something like that. <laughs> so I got I, I mean right now Tank Dell or Nico Collins. Same offense, same QB, tank. same situation next year. I'll take Tank. Okay. So he's probably top 24 for you but I, mean, I just I I I don't think I think there's bias against Tank Dell and now that he's injured 
even as injured into the offseason, I think that he's not going to nearly fetch what you think he should. So I don't know what that means to you, but it just feels like he's overvalued. Okay. Um, tight ends. Dalton Schultz, Brevin Jordan, Eric Saubert. Um, Dalton Keene is there, one of your favorites. Um, you think, think they uh you think they re up Dalton Schultz? Uh he's making six point two five million. I I'm gonna say no. You think this is a team that thinks they can win with just a rando because they have a good quarterback? Yeah, or they draft the tight end because these rookie tight ends have just been making the impact. Like if they can find their rookie tight end that could pair up with Stroud. I I think that's probably the better spot. So does that make you like Brevin Jordan at all? Uh, I, I mean, he wasn't doing a, a damn thing until Schultz missed a game or two. So no, I, 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 I'm not interested in Brevin Jordan. No. Are you interested in Schultz? If he leaves the Texans? Ooh, um, I think he's like in the Hunter Henry range. Like he's just a guy that you would just start. Depends Schultz on where he to goes. Cincy. Let's go. I, I'd be fine with that because he'd be like another Hayden Hurst, maybe a slight upgrade on Hayden Hurst. He'd be like what he was the last two years, right? Like a low end tight end one type where you know you can play him because he's got a good quarterback, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see where he ends up. Um, like he could end up in Minnesota and, you know, play ahead of Hawkinson there for a little bit or something. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anybody else, um, on there to talk about. All right. So now we're going to move on to Indy quarterback situation. I, I don't, I haven't really talked to you about Anthony Richardson, what you thought about him with the shoulder injury. So I have Anthony Richardson in my top 12 quarterbacks for dynasty. Where do you have him? Uh, I think you got to put Richardson top eight. Yeah, that's kind of where I, I think I had him at 10. I mean, the only guys I'd take ahead of him, probably Allen, Mahomes, Hertz, Stroud, Burrow, Herbert, and Lamar. I'm going to see if I can find my... Yeah, that's order. probably the seven. I think I'd take him over Trevor Lawrence, Tua, Brock Purdy, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Justin Fields. Okay. So QB8. Uh, Call it QB8. Okay. I'm gonna see if I can find my uh, my quarterback rankings I did make not too long ago. Might take me a minute. Um, Gardner Minshew and Ellinger. So obviously Ellinger, I don't really care about. What do you think about uh, Minshew? Still one of the top backups in the league that you're gonna hold on to? Yeah, I mean I think he's another Heineke, maybe a little better. Like he'll definitely get a shot to compete for a job. Like I was saying, that could be the guy that like the Steelers bring in or the Patriots bring in, or you know what I mean? Like it's a guy that's going to battle another player for a job. So I think he's right. definitely top ten QB. Okay, uh, but I think everyone already knows that. Like it's it's not like you're going to get him as a throw in or anybody's going to cut him. So there's not really a path to getting more shares. Right. All right. So I found it. This is my top fifteen. Uh, Dynasty Barry asked me for, so I did this for Dynasty Barry. Jalen Hurts one, Josh Allen two, Mahomes three, Lamar four, Burrow five, Stroud six, Herbert seven, Anthony Richardson eight, two and nine, Brock Purdy ten, Kyler Murray eleven, Justin Fields twelve, Dak thirteen, Trevor Lawrence fourteen, Deshaun Watson fifteen. 
Yeah, probably very similar to mine. Our top eight were the same. So yeah, right, okay. boxed up. Richardson just by default, and I, I think you can probably argue there's going to be some more excitement for Richardson over Burrow, Herbert, maybe even Lamar. Like I think people are going to be more excited when he's coming back. So he might even. You're not worried about the guys. shoulder injury at all. The shoulder injury that he has, no. But I mean, I think they're still a victim of he. He had a very small sample size this year. Right. Okay. The dude's still only. He's still only started 16 games in his life. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. like he, it's not like he had a whole season to 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 fail. You know what I mean? He only played right. three games, so he's still very raw. Right. He's uh, one of the most exciting players in the league for sure. Uh, running backs for Indy. So Jonathan Taylor, Zach Moss, Trey Sermon, Tyler Goodson are on the active roster right now. And uh, Xavier Evan Scott. Hall. Oh, Evan Hall is on um, injured reserve right now. So what do you think about... Um, obviously, Taylor still a top 10 dynasty running back. Zach Moss is definitely... One of the better backups in the league. I will definitely hold on to him. Trey Sermon and Goodson. I liked um I liked what I saw from both of them in their, their game they had the other day, but is that somebody you're are these two guys you're willing to hold on to in the offseason? Well, Moss is a free agent, so I definitely think he's potentially gone. Right. I mean, this is only gonna be the only time he gets any money, so I can see him going somewhere else. True. Uh, I think they like Evan Hall. I think they'll give him another shot. Like he probably was going to have that role that we saw from Moss or at least get a chance to, but then he got injured early. So I think he's a guy that talked about him earlier. Like he's a throw in, Mm -hmm. but they drafted him. And I actually am intrigued by the guy that can catch passes in this offense. Cause I think it's an, it's a good offense to have pieces in. Right. So yeah, I I'd I'd probably cut sermon in uh, Goodson because there's no, no guarantees for either of them, but I can also see where, you pick them up because they've got some NFL, NFL experience now, and right. someone else yeah. can pick them up. I'm, I'm if they the feel like boat. a they feel like another Gaskin Ahmed type, where they're just going to linger, you know? Right. Yeah, they have the name value. I agree. Um, wide receivers: Pittman, Josh Downs, Alec Pierce, DJ Montgomery. I mean, they, the other receivers aren't even really worth mentioning. It's uh, Pierce, Pittman, Clogger. Pierce, and Downs. Pittman yeah. or Pierce Clogger Downs is a guy I would consider. I would consider re-rolling. He's okay. Yes, but I think he's somebody that I would re-roll if I could get a you know early second or if someone wants him, I'm willing to take something yeah. else. Uh, yeah, Downs Pittman obviously is top twenty. Downs's skill set just doesn't mesh with Richardson, in my opinion. Fair. I don't know. So that so I would definitely be okay with re-rolling Downs. Pittman, I think is. I mean, Indy's going to have to give him the bag. He's a free agent at the end of the year, so they're going to have to pay him. He's going to have to get the $20, 25000000 million deal like T. Higgins is going to get. I wonder if Ursay tags him, though. Yeah, probably. To play it's... games with him. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Um, tight ends. Here's another one of our four-way fuck fest. Granson, Drew Ogletree, Mo Alley, Will Mallory. All four have shown flashes at different times this year. Mo Alley is... On waiver wires everywhere, so no thanks. Granson, Ogletree, and Mallory, I have interest in all three of them still, but if I had to rate them, I'd probably go Granson, Mallory, Ogletree. Yeah, and they have Jelani Woods, who I would take over all of them. Yeah, I forgot about Jelani Woods. And they're all under contract next year. Yep. 
So something's got to give. I'm okay stashing all of them, but probably they're all roster cloggers, which is crazy. Yeah. Because I don't yeah, it, I don't want to be carrying four Will Mallory's and five Andrew Ogletrees and just being like, maybe one of them will win the job. They probably are going to just use them how they've used them. A bunch yeah. of them. Yeah, and like you said, Jelani Woods, I even forgot um, he was down there, and he could be the best one of the bunch still. And he kind now, of fits Richardson. For what you've seen, though, of these other guys, is it Jelani Woods a guy you just dump for a third? Just so you don't have to deal with the headache of them using all these guys. Yeah, I think I'd be okay. With what's that. to say he's any better than those guys are? Right. Yeah, I could do. I could definitely get behind that. Mm. For sure. Yeah, good. I'm good on the Colts tight ends. Yuck. Yeah. All right, Jacksonville now. So quarterback, they'll draft, obviously. They'll draft Brock Bowers. Watch. Probably. Wouldn't be shocked. Um, Trevor Lawrence, C.J. Beathard, Matt Barkley are the current um, quarterbacks there. Um. EJ Perry on their practice squad. So not anybody we're interested in there. So Lawrence Bethard is one of those Kyle Allen types for you. Yeah. I mean, he is, uh, he is going to be their backup again. Unless yeah. they, I, I said the other day, I think that Jacksonville could be a team that brings in another QB. Like this could, this feels like a team that drafts like a fourth rounder. And then mm-hmm. Bethard is the QB, but they develop another guy. Cause that's what they did when they, when Peterson was in Philly. They always were picking up new QBs. So I don't think they just roll. And don't you think it's a little, I mean, how many games has T-Law been injured in this year? Like half of them? Yeah, it seems like it. Don't you think they might want to get another option in there besides Beathard? Because it feels yeah. like they're in their contending window. And if he's what they have, like they better feel really good about yeah, it. I like feel like they, they could get another guy. Yeah, they could sign, you know, one of these veterans that are, that could be available. Could could they go sign Jameis Winston, something like that? Is know? this the team that brings in Carson Wentz? They could, yeah. I don't know what the relationship between Wentz and Peterson's like, but. I mean, they both got kind of shit-canned at the same time. Right. I don't know. It, it feels like another quarterback's going to be here, though. So I'll hold Beathard until that, but. You know, they draft a guy in like the fourth or they sign somebody, then Beathard's the the odd man out, most likely. Right. Uh, Running backs Travis Etienne, D. Ernest Johnson, Tank Bigsby, uh, anybody on the practice squad? Snoop Connor still alive, apparently. He's on the practice squad. Um,. And then Dearness is a free agent. I could see them bringing back Dearness. He's been pretty solid for them. Tank Bigsby, man, what a disappointment. Um, he's like, he's basically Snoop Connor. I mean, if they actively bring back Dearness Johnson, like, what do you do with Tank Bigsby? Would you just get it? Would you get out for another? Would you re roll for another rookie? That Like, would you take a third? Yeah, probably. Yep. Hmm. And I know there's still a lot of people that like Bigsby out there, but he has literally had every chance this year to be the number two and has not done anything. So uh, I would definitely get re-roll on that one. I mean, who would you take over? Who would you take right now, Chris Rodriguez or Tank Bigsby? Chris Rodriguez, easy. So really, he's in. You would take any guy that's as a role over Tank Bigsby, basically. Yeah, like. It kind of feels like Bigsby is like Zamir White, but now Zamir White finally got an opportunity to play the last two weeks, and I would definitely take Zamir White over Bigsby. But he's kind of like I, in that same situation, you know, where that's a great example like, of like in two games, you're 
perception could change overnight. Yeah. But until then, like, he's just a name value only, you know? Right. Agreed. Uh, wide receiver. So Calvin Ridley, he is a free agent at the end of the year, I do believe. Yes. Jamal Agnew is a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, Zay Jones, Parker Washington, Christian Kirk, Elijah Cooks, Tim Jones. Um, anybody else I'm missing? Jacob Harris is there. Seth Williams is still there. So, yeah, I mean, it's really only Ridley, Zay Jones, uh, Christian Kirk, and maybe Parker Washington that I'm even interested in. Yeah, I think they let Ridley walk. Honestly, I think what he's going to want versus what they're going to have to pay him or what they would be willing to pay him. I think they let him walk. I think they are a candidate to uh, like, would would this shock you? Especially if they don't pay Ridley Would this, would it shock you if this was the team that brought in T Higgins? No, no, no. And pair T law with Higgins and have Kirk in the slot. Yep. I can see that. Like it feels like they, it feels like I would just not want to pay Calvin Ridley. He's going to be twenty nine years old, and yeah. he's going to probably think he's worth the T Higgins, Michael Pittman money, and I don't think he is. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's going to be one of those. We might get past the NFL draft, and he still hasn't signed with the team yet. We might get to the, the rookie mini camps or the team mini camps, and he's still not on the team yet. Because he's gonna want too much money, and no. So how far down are you? How far down are you pushing him then? Like, what would you take for him? Would you take all those like? Would you take all those mid round receivers over him? Would you take like Rasheed Rice over him, Jaden Reed over him, Josh Downs over him? Yeah. Yep. So he's what outside your top forty, easy. Yeah, I think. Add in rookies, he gets buried another five or ten below that. Oh yeah, easy. Jeez, would you, take a, would you just take a second? A high second, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna take like a two twelve for him. But if old guys, would you sell him for? Guys that he feels like he's way younger. I would than take. Only I like, would. I would take Mike Evans over him for sure. Cooper Cup over him. Yeah, I would take Cooper Cup over him. Yep. Mm. Hopkins. T- uh, no, I think I would. Take Ridley over Hopkins. Okay. Feels like some fake value though, right? Like everyone yeah. thinks he's like gonna get this big deal, and it's like the reality is he's a year away from being like washed up. Yeah, absolutely. I probably would you take Mike Williams or Calvin Ridley? Ridley. Just <laughs> just for the, the value. Okay. But is All he right. guaranteed to be better than Mike Williams? I I I don't know. That's interesting, one. Quentin Johnson over Ridley? Nah, I'd rather have Ridley. I think Quentin Johnson's Traylon Burks reincarnated. I think the takeaway is there's interesting things you can do with Calvin Ridley. So True. just that more than what you probably think. Don't overvalue him. Yep. Tight end, uh, Evan Ingram, Luke Farrell, Brenton Strange. Evan Ingram's the only one I'm keeping. The other two can go on waivers. That one's pretty easy. You ain't going to wait three more years for Brenton Strange to get his chance? Nah, I'm going to pass on that one. Man, that's kind of a... They probably regret like, that second-round pick, don't they? Probably, yeah. 
Yeah, they could have used that on uh, a lot better positions. Um, all right, on to the Titans quarterbacks: Levis, Tannehill, Malik Willis. I think Tannehill ends up. I I I, st- I still think he ends up as like Atlanta starter somehow, and then Levis and Willis will be the top two, and they'll have to probably bring in a third guy. How how do you think Levis has done so done so far? I mean, being a Kentucky fan and all that, how, how do you think he's fared? Uh, I mean, I think considering what the expectations were, I think he's done better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he hasn't completely flamed, so I think that's probably a good sign. I I do think. I mean, if you watch some of their games, like he gets just killed. Oh yeah, that one where he got injured against the Texans and he got folded like a pretzel. That was tough yeah. to watch. His line is, you know, no better than. Oh, they, yeah, they, they. We knew this offensive line was going to be trash, and they're they're going to be one of the teams that's definitely taken one of the top left tackles in the draft with their top, you know, ten pick or wherever they're at. Um, Levis. Yeah, I think over- they go into next year with Willis and Levis as their top two QBs. They maybe bring in another veteran, which would just okay. be an indictment on they trust Willis to be the backup if Levis gets injured. Right, because Levis probably is a little injury prone. I mean, the dude, the dude thinks he's you know can run over everybody. Yeah. So, I, but I, I think by default you got to keep both because as much as you don't, as much as Malik Willis has been disappointing, you never know if he develops a little bit and in like a a single game or two scenario he could still be a good spot starter. You know, he could still right. probably put up some points. So you got to kind of keep him until they say no. Right. Levis over Kenny Pickett. Oh yeah, easy. Levis over Derek Carr. Oh yeah, easy. I think Levis is probably top twenty. Top twenty, okay. Uh, Levis or Baker Mayfield? Uh, Levis. Okay. Keep trade cut as Levis over Deshaun. Yeah, no thanks. I'll take Deshaun there. <laughs> uh, but uh, I do, I do Levis like or Bryce Levis. Young. Yeah, that's a very interesting one. I I'm gonna give Bryce a pass. I think he's still way too talented, even though he hasn't done a damn thing this year. Um, I I'll give Bryce one more year, but that I could regret that honestly. Yeah, I like it's, Levis. I I think he's gonna. I think he's done enough to earn another shot, and it could be mm-hmm. Drew Locke, Sam Howell. Like he could end up like those guys where you're like, okay, he's a backup. Right. But it could be a fun ride next year too. Yeah. Um, Malik Willis is he one of those backup quarterbacks you want to keep or waiver wire? Oh yeah. Yep. He's one of the ones I probably had a blind spot on. You know, when just because he wasn't ready right away doesn't mean he's not a good backup going forward. Maybe he truly did need a little development. You know. So yeah, I'm, I'm interested in getting some Willis. Um, wide receivers, Hopkins, Traylon, Chris Moore, Colton Dahl, Kyle Phillips, Mason Kinsey, um, Westbrook Akine just went on IR, so he's out. I mean, this team needs wide receivers bad. Um, Chris Moore and Westbrook Akine are both free agents at the end of the year, so I'm I'm sure they'll probably bring back Westbrook Akine on another one year, one point two six million dollar deal. Maybe Chris Moore, same thing. Uh, but they definitely need some help there. Hopkins is still under contract. Traylon's still on his rookie deal. Uh, I just think Traylon's kind of—he's not a maybe a step above a clogger, but he's pretty—he's a clogger. He's a yeah. clogger. He's—he's okay. he's in the Bateman. 
Jahan yeah. Dotson, Elijah Moore, his name is worth way more than what he's worth to your team. So get so something that helps your roster construction. Any so any third and he's gone. Um, I'd, I'd probably want two thirds, or I'd want a third and a quarter, a quarterback. A I'd want a third and a running back. But yeah, that no longer am I waiting for these guys after in year three yeah. or year four. Am I waiting for these receivers anymore? No thanks. Okay. So Hopkins is probably the only one you even really want to roster. Yep, all the other ones are useless. Okay, tight ends: Chig, Conquo, Trevin Wesco, Josh Wiley, Kevin Rader. Uh, Wesco and Raider, no thanks. Chig Okonkwo has come on the last couple of weeks. He's done uh, in some, or my t- higher tight end premium leagues. I think he has like four or five straight weeks of double digit okay. points. Yeah. yeah, so he's a very solid tight end too. Josh Wiley, I like him, but he's probably a clogger. He hasn't really flashed like I thought he would. Yep, Chig is okay as your tight end too. He's not particularly good, but he's probably usable as your backup tight end but don't again i'll say this point for the 10th time if you have chig as like your third or fourth tight end get rid of one of them and just pick the other as your backup right if we're talking start one leagues all right last division we'll try and make it quick quarterback russell wilson Jarrett stidham for denver um they're sitting russell wilson they benched him for the last two games here basically just to avoid him getting injured, a serious injury where they're locked into a lot of guaranteed money. Um, that's how I read it. Jarrett Stidham, they just paid a pretty pretty good amount to uh, sign him as their backup, so we'll see what he's got. Ben DiNucci on the practice squad. Yeah, what are your, what are your thoughts on uh, this whole Russell Wilson situation? So I see why they're doing it. I understand yep. the logic. I guess my question is... I think Russell Wilson has been good enough this year that he's going to get another job. Easy. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem like it's with the same. It's with the Broncos. Like it, they just, they don't see eye to eye. I don't know why, but they don't like is Russ, yeah. a guy that you could see getting moved. Yeah, I mean, that dead cap hits a lot. So what, I, I mean, so what do you do with Russ? Whew. I think you just kind of, man, uh, yeah, that one's tough. Like, I, I'd still rather have him over, like, the Kenny Pickett types and stuff like that. I think you just kind of maybe roll with it one more year and, and see what happens. But if somebody wants to get, I don't, he's not worth a first. If somebody gives me two seconds, I'd sell him. Yeah, I mean, his dead cap, if they were to trade him, is $68 million. So it's almost impossible to trade him after next year. His dead cap to trade him in 2025 is 18.4 million after June 1st. Oh, it's you know what? It's 18.4 million uh, post June 1st trade next year as well. So I mean, you could conceivably trade him, but the problem is he's got the future dead cap, which is going to be like they, yeah. to, they, they'd have to essentially just eat it to get rid of him because right. you're going to pay for it for the next two years at least. Yeah, and they so so what do you what, what other what how you have to get creative to get rid of Russell Wilson? How do you get creative and do it? Would you add a second to Russell Wilson to get Will Levis? Yes. Yep, would you I add a first to Russell Wilson to get Bryce Young? No, because I think Bryce Young could blow back up in your face too, and then you're even more screwed without your first. So you wouldn't up. 
you wouldn't you wouldn't pay your 25 first and then you trade for Bryce Young and then he sucks and your 25 first is the 102. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't I'm not interested in that. I would maybe do it for a more solid piece like um like a Jared well, let Goff. Me, let me stop you there. Would you make that move to Russell Wilson then? Would you make that same bet you just said you were scared to take against another team? You give them Bryce Young, they give you Russell Wilson in the 25 first. I, I could do that, yeah, on certain teams, for sure. What other QBs would you make that move for? Because I'm i in the move of I'll buy Russell Wilson if he's going to get buried. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see that too, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, would you I do could... the same deal for Goff? Mm. Goff for Russ in a first, 25 first, and Goff's your QB too. No, I think I would hold on the golf. Interesting. On that yeah, one. I think I'm I'm always taking the picks in that range. Yeah, I I could see that. Um what was the other one I was just thinking of? Um a, a, another opportunity I think you could pull off is could you just do Russell Wilson for Kirk Cousins straight up and then just bank on Cousins comes back and he's fine? Could. I think that's would a you take that's Rogers over Russ? Uh, probably, yeah. But that's just because I, I'm biased. I think you can make those fan. two deals. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. If you're willing to take the injured guy, you can probably get that discount. I agree. And Stidham still probably one of the top backups, top 15 backup. I mean, he's their backup for the next two years. They signed him to a multi-year deal, and he's going to yeah. get... I'll just say this. Stidham is going to be sink or swim for the next two games. Yeah. What if they go out there and they let him chuck it and all the receivers come alive? Yeah, that would be And you're uh, like, man, maybe it was a Russell Wilson, Sean Payton issue, you know? Yeah, definitely. I could definitely see it. Like Stidham, when he started last year for the Raiders against the 49ers, when the 49ers were uh, really good. Isn't this ironic that they, they buried Carr for the same reason? They didn't want him to get injured and they put Stidham in and he smashed? And then yeah. he's in the same boat this year where they yep. sit the starter for contractual purposes. And then, yeah, don't be shocked. if I mean, wouldn't it be wild if – what if they make the playoffs? Yeah, that would be interesting. They're playing the Chargers this week, so it's not like it's a, a losable game. They can definitely Who win starts in game. the playoffs if Stidham wins two games in a row? Stidham? Because the same thing would happen. <laughs> he could get injured in the playoffs, right? Yeah, I guess Stidham, yeah. I'm rooting. That's the kind of drama I'm rooting for. Yeah, they, that would be interesting. They make the playoffs and they they bench Russ Wilson. Playoffs yeah. for Jarrett Stidham. Wow. Oh, yeah, that man. would be really interesting. Uh, running backs: Javante, Samaje Pirine, Jaleel McLaughlin, Dwayne Washington, Tyler Beatty on the practice squad, and I do believe that is it for the running backs. Um, so Javante, you're still holding on to. Samaje is definitely a solid backup. Jaleel McLaughlin has shown some plays here and there, but I think he's like a limited touch guy. You know, he's never going to be some 10 to 15 carry guy. Dwayne Washington, just a special teamer. They're all under contract, so I do wonder what gives here. Mm, like you said, they could cut Samaje, maybe. Um, I could definitely but... see them drafting somebody, too, because you know Peyton loves to draft guys. It also feels like, I mean, this regime brought in P. Ryan, remember? So right, it right. kind of feels like he doesn't make that much money. He fits 
what we want him to do. You know what I mean? He's just like a scrappy, can do it all. Not very good, but he can do it all when we need to. He can pass block, he can catch, he can run. Like he does feel kind of like the jack of all trades that you can just put in there and get. You know, he feels like a better version of like Boston Scott. Yeah, I could see that. Yep. Like he's not valuable to anybody, but he's he's disrupting the backfield. So is Javante a sell for you? I've seen some people saying he's like a top 10 running back in Dynasty. I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know about that either. Um, I think uh, I'm willing to see what he if he's better next year after, you know, second year off of the knee injury. Like he's done a lot. He's done a hell of a lot better than I thought he would this year. I think I thought he would be a complete train wreck. Um, uh, do you prefer him over the the bell cow free agent running backs that you've seen it over and over and over from? Like, would you take Javante over Josh Jacobs or Saquon Barkley, knowing those guys probably run right into big roles like they've had before? No, I think I would still prefer Barkley and Jacobs, but I think he's like maybe the tier behind them. So it's not so like you that take far him off. over like Pollard and Swift. No, I think I would still take Swift. Pollard, I could probably see, yeah. Okay, Javante or there's another one that's good. Okay, here's a good one: Javante or Isaiah Pacheco. Ooh, I think I'd take Pacheco there. Okay. And then... Well, that's close. W- given how we typically play running back, would you sell Javante for like... If you could give Javante in a second for Austin Eckler in a first, would you do that? Yeah, I, I'd do that. I would maybe take Antonio Gibson in a second for Javante. I'm just thinking if you can go down to the older guys that are pretty much better bets for production, they just don't have any shelf life, like Derrick Henry, James Conner, Mixon, mm-hmm. Eckler. Like, those guys are going to get buried because they're all old. Nobody really likes them. Yeah. But it kind of feels like I short-term, you can see where they're just as good, you know? D- so you said he's still top 10 and keep trade cut. Can he's 14, I- but there's... You know, he's 14, but James Conner's 36. Okay. is I'm guessing Kyron Williams is probably ahead of him. Yeah, Kyron is... Uh, Kyron's RB8. Yeah, that that's that's one of the most fascinating ones over the last two years is him, but we can talk about that next week. Yep. Um, wide receivers. Cortland Sutton, Marvin Mims, Jerry Judy, Lil Jordan Humphrey, Brandon Johnson... Uh, on their practice squad is Traquan Smith, Philip Dorsett, David Sills, still still alive, Michael Bandy, Tim Patrick on the IR. Um, I think Sutton. You think that you I, think they get rid? You think they don't? I mean, I think Judy's gone. Yep, Judy's gone. You think they still consider moving Sutton? Like they've literally think, talked about it for two years. Yeah. I think they they have to keep him because if they move Judy, you can't trust Mims. You can't trust Tim Patrick. Like, who the hell would be their number one? Oh, Tim like, Patrick. He's he, Yeah, good. Goodbye. Yeah. So I would go – I think they would have to keep Sutton as their number one person. I'll, I'll just say this. I'm interested in Judy still. Yeah, if I can buy him for cheap, I would. Like, what's your cheap price a second? Or is that too much? I'd, 
I'd take him over Jahan Dotson, Elijah yeah, I, Moore. I think yeah. he's just better than those guys. Those guys really aren't that good. So that okay. type of deal, if you can get that type of deal, I think you might even be able to get a plus. Let me look at uh, where do you think Judy is in keep trade cut right now? Uh, probably like 50. He is very close. Judy is wide receiver 46. Okay. Here's some guys that are ahead of him. I mean, Jahan Dotson's ahead of him. Like, honestly, Calvin Ridley or Jerry Judy? One is five years older than the other. Yeah, I'd probably take Judy. I mean, the thing the thing with Judy is he's only 24. Yeah, and he hasn't really. You, ha- you have to look at the last couple of years and been, I mean, the last, his almost his entire career. I mean, he, he dealt with Drew Locke. Trevor Simeon, Teddy Bridgewater, you know what I mean? The uh, Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson team. Like, I'm not saying Judy's great, but would you say it's pretty fair to say his career is largely spent in just, like, awful situations? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, Judy or... All right, here's a good one. Judy or Romeo Dobbs? I think I would take Judy. I think Dobbs is like a solid wide receiver too on a team, but he's never going to be like an alpha. All right, last one. Judy or J-Mo? Biased is coming in. I'm going to take J-Mo. Is that more of because I think there's a better window for J-Mo or because J-Mo hasn't shown shit? The last couple games, they kind of have used him more and given him more opportunities like he hasn't had like a huge game yet but i think he's starting to to figure it out so i I would like to buy on that okay fair judy or sutton probably sutton still okay but yeah i think i like your idea like if i could trade elijah moore and just some random third for judy i'll do that if I can trade Jahan Dotson in a third for Judy, I'll do that. Well, and here's the other thing. There's a path for Judy to go to a new team, which means there may yeah. be excitement for somebody to go, hey, I'm finally in on Judy. Yeah. There's that, That's um, not going to exist with those other guys. Yeah. The other guys, not really interested in, but Mims. We didn't really talk about him. What's your thoughts on Mims? Clogger? KJ <sighs> Hamler all over again? I mean, we both liked him he, a lot. He hasn't done anything. Yeah, and it's and on this you don't team, don't even play him at receiver hardly. Yeah, so that kind of has me scared on him for sure. And they've given a lot. They gave Jaleel McLaughlin a ton of chances. They're going to give Jarrett Stidham chances. They give Lucas Kroll chances. Why aren't they just playing Marvin Mims? So this idea that they love him. But he's yeah, like but the he, only guy they haven't given a chance to for two guys they don't like. Yeah. What What makes you think Sean Payton's saving Marvin Mims for the future? Exactly. Yep. So I'm with you on that. I would, I'd re-roll Marvin Mims. Give me a high third get, or two thirds. I, I'd do it. Third and a fourth. See ya. Mm-hmm. Yep. Agree. Um. Tight ends. Troutman. No thanks. Man hurts. No thanks. Lucas Kroll, he's been very interesting. I think that's a guy I would stash. Nate Adkins, never heard of him. And Greg Dulcich. Um, 
Man, Dulcich, I, I'd, I'd sell for a third. Troutman, no thanks. He's just a guy. Probably still be on the team. But uh, Lucas Kroll, what do you think of him? I know that's one of your guys that you liked in, uh, in the past. I mean, he's probably a... Uh... It's a he role feel, player. He he's like, he, he's like Harrison Bryant. Yeah, but hey, he feels like somebody. If you picked him up and it's the right format, you wouldn't have picked him up unless you were willing to hold him. So I haven't picked him up because most of my leagues, like I, I'm just clogging my roster by picking him up. You know, Pick but like a up, best right. ball league or whatever. I mean, okay. sure, but yeah, it's good story. A guy that comes out of nowhere, and that, that's the hardest thing about Mims is like they came from Lucas Kroll being a guy that was buried to like he's starting. Versus right. Mims, I mean, Brandon Johnson plays more than Mims. Right. And little Jordan Humphrey, right. What do you, um, what are your thoughts on Dulcich? Uh, I mean, I kind of like him. I like him with how cheap he is, given what you might be able to get from him. But, I mean, he's a throw-in. Yeah. All right, on to Kansas City. Mahomes, Blaine Gabbert are the quarterbacks. Um, Chris Oladokun is the practice squad guy. Nothing really to talk about there, honestly. Running backs, Pacheco, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Jarek McKinnon, Michael P. Ryan, uh, CEH and McKinnon are free agents. Uh, Keontae Ingram they did pick up, and Derek Prince is on their practice squads. I think Pacheco and Clyde Edwards-Alaire are still rostering. McKinnon, you're still rostering. P. Ryan, no thanks. And then, interesting about Ingram and Prince. I've added some Ingram and Prince just because they're the Chiefs have a history of like kind of having these guys around for a while, you know. Mm-hmm. And I there must be something up with Ingram because I don't think he was so bad that they should have just got rid of him when he's still on a cheap deal. You right. know, like Arizona just like caught him randomly. Yeah. So that feels like a guy that, you know, maybe you can get for free a bunch of shares. Uh, okay. I was going to ask you about McKinnon. Is he a guy you would cut? Like if he's not on the Chiefs, he's useless. Yeah, yeah I agree with that. If he's not on the Chiefs or Buffalo or one of these high-powered offenses, no thanks. And are we here for the – and I'll predict that it, it could happen. Are we here for the – Joe Burrow is going to fight for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are going to push for them to sign CEH and they're probably be able to do it cheap. I could see that. Yeah. I hundred percent can see it. Yeah. That's okay. the one guy I could see them going, Joe Mixon. We're not paying you 8 million. I'll just take that guy. Yeah. And, and, and save Blair a little money. It. Okay. But yeah, I, so. I think there's a very good chance he ends up there. Like those are like his best friends. Okay. Yeah. So you could, um, Get if you can get Ceh as some throw-ins, hell yeah, do it. See, the shitty thing is he's he's been good down the stretch. So like the person that has him is gonna have the, right. I don't know, man. He could go somewhere else and play. You know what I mean? Like you're not getting him. You kind of yeah, wish not. he like ended the year on IR. Right. Okay. Uh, wide receivers. Honestly, it's Rasheed Rice, oh. and the rest of these guys are all cloggers. Yeah, I mean, are you to the point where if you had to, would you cut, like, Kadarius Tony? Yeah, I think he's... Sky Moore? Yeah, Sky Moore hasn't proven anything. Kadarius Tony, nothing. MVS yeah. gone? MVS gone. Watson gone. Justin Ross gone. Yeah, I I mean, they have to... Re- McCole Hardman gone. 
this is a, a room that just needs reworked. I mean, they need to get they need to get three or four more guys, but they'll probably keep Watson around. Richie James is a free agent, and I mean they'll Nicole keep Hardman Sky more around because he's still on a rookie deal, right? Yeah, and they'll they, probably keep Kadarius Tony. Or I mean, do you think they could just cut Kadarius Tony? Yeah, probably. Would be nice. I mean, they probably have some of these guys back, but none of them are a threat. All of them are wasting dynasty space. Is Rasheed Rice? Do you think he could handle being the number one? I mean, he's been doing pretty good. Yeah, but do you think he's valued appropriately for that price or for that role? Where is he ranked at in my keep trade cut? Is he I mean, he's outside 30? the top twenty-four or close to it. That's probably where he should be, like the top thirty. But what changed? Because if a year ago, if you would have told me a second round rookie was by far the Chiefs' best offensive player and he's only wide receiver 24, yet Tank Dell is top 15 after breaking his leg, is that, is, are people starting to buy the, like, not to, they actually don't want the Chiefs' receivers for this reason? Yeah. I mean, that, that definitely could be, yeah. Do you see them signing a, a bigger name free agent? Can you see them signing like a Hopkins or a Devontae Adams or someone like that? Yeah, I mean, there's always been the rumors of them talking about it. I think they have to, especially if, you know, uh, after that 49ers Super Bowl when, um, or no, it was the Tampa Bay Super Bowl when their offensive line was shitty and they just re- they went out and addressed it. And it's been pretty solid since. I think you could be looking at the same thing this year. Like, they realize their wide receiver position is terrible outside of Rice. So maybe they address it hard this offseason and go get two or three guys. So let's just let's just speculate. Let's say they drafted, like, a second-round receiver, signed DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham. Would you still value Rasheed Rice that high? Probably not, no, because he would, you know, lose some targets to Hopkins, Odell, Kelsey still. Um, he probably would drop into like the 40s probably for me. Could this be a team that you think, because it, it's kind of complimentary to uh, Rasheed Rice, could this be a team that goes after like a Hollywood Brown? Yeah, I mean, I think that's one of the things that they're missing. They're missing speed. Yeah, I mean, I mean put a I Hollywood mean, that, Brown here. I would love Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I mean, I, speed that's actually good. Like, yes, MVS is fast. Canarius Tony's fast, but they suck. Mm-hmm. I think that's the difference. Um, tight end, Kelsey, obviously. Noah Gray, I think he's like a maybe a, a better version of Harrison Bryant. Blake Bell is just like a role player. So, Yeah, I'm good. I don't need to stash Noah Gray. He's not taking over for Travis Kelsey. Yeah, it's going to take a Kelsey um, retirement for that to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders. So quarterback, Aiden O'Connell, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brian Hoyer are their three quarterbacks right now. And nobody on the practice squad. Um, let's see. Aiden O'Connell, I think he's... He's... I'd take him over, like, Mac Jones. I'd take him over Kenny Pickett. That's probably like he's, like, he's like above that range. Like Derek Carr or Aiden O'Connell, I probably would take Derek Carr. I mean, dude, the last couple of weeks he's been awful. 
Well, I mean, he did put up 63 the tr- points. The on Chargers the game, yes, but every other, like the last two before that, and then this most recent game, he was awful. Yeah, he they, they he sucked in this Kansas City game. I agree. He sucked in the Minnesota game. They got shut out. The Minnesota out. game, yeah, it was not very pretty. Yes. I mean, he's probably honestly he's, he's probably a ba- he's a good backup. He's okay. a very good backup. I agree. He's probably does he get the chance to be the starter next year? I think he gets the maybe the chance to compete for it. I think that's him or Jerry best. Stidham. I'd rather have O'Connell. Okay, so where do you put him in terms of the higher end backups? Sam Darnold. Um, I think Jacoby, yeah, I'd probably those types. Yeah, I probably would rather have Jacoby and Darnold. Minshew. Um, Minshew, I'd probably would rather have. But I think he's like right up there. Like I, I'd rather have Aiden over Andy Dalton. I'd rather have Aiden over Jameis Winston. Okay. So I think he's in that range, and then Garoppolo is probably in that same range. Like they're, the Raiders don't have a top thirty-two quarterback. I probably would rate thirty-two different quarterbacks ahead of those two. Where do you think Garopp? Where do you think Garoppolo goes? Think he gets another crack, or you think he's a backup? I think he has to go be a backup somewhere. I don't think he's going to be a starter somewhere. But he is with he a all guy these... with all the monies he made. Do you think he's a guy that maybe sits at home and waits for an injury too? He could. I mean, he's a good looking dude. He can sure he could end up um, being on on TV. Somebody would want him. Is he the guy that when uh, Belichick goes to the Commanders, they sign Garoppolo to compete with Hal? I could see that. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Like he's gonna have to be, he's gonna be a high quality backup somewhere. So, yeah, any of these teams that need a backup quarterback, he's gonna be in the mix. So, yeah. You think he ends up in another? Uh, you think he ends up in another like Shanahan scheme? Yeah, he could. Yeah, like um, obviously Miami's got their two guys. Minnesota. Signed. Minnesota, maybe, yeah. I could see that. I mean, Cleveland kind of runs the same scheme. like L.A. Rams? Rams, yeah. Could you see him go back up to Sean Watson? No. No? Okay. Nope. Okay. Could he go back up uh, Joe Burrow? No, because I I don't think they'll pay him. I don't think these teams that are paying big bucks for their quarterback, their starter, can afford to pay Jimmy D. You know where I could see him? That I think makes some sense. I could see him in uh, Houston. Yeah, I could see that. How about with, Dallas uh, to Dallas to replace Trey Lance? <laughs> no, nah, I think they roll with Lance. But I could see Houston with D'Amico Ryan's. I could see him backing up Stroud. I could definitely see that. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, running backs: Josh Jacobs, Amir White, Amir Abdullah, Brandon Bolden. It's I think it's just Jacobs and White for me. That's the only two I even want to roster. Sincere McCormick's on the. <laughs> practice squad and never even played so yeah i'm with you it's probably jacobs and white and then white we already kind of talked about him earlier so i'm excited i'm excited to buy some jacobs i think he'll his value will take a nosedive because he's hitting free agency but i think he's he's proven he's very good and he doesn't really have any injury concerns like no different than any other running back you know yeah, uh, he's like a, a better version of James Conner when he left the Steelers for me. Yeah, there you go. Makes sense. Wide receivers, Devontae Adams probably gets traded. Jacoby Myers, 
excuse me, Hunter Renfro, Trey Tucker, DJ Turner, DeAndre Carter, uh, Christian Wilkerson's on there, Keelan Cole's on their practice squad. Uh, so that's about it. Um, I would say Adams and Myers definitely keeping. Renfro, I think he just needs a change of scenery, to be honest. He could still be really good. Like, I'd like to see him, like, with, like, Buffalo. Like, if he went and beat Josh Allen's new Cole Beasley, I would love that. Mm-hmm. That would be a good one. Trey Tucker, what, what did you think of him? You think he's just kind of like a... A gadget player. Yeah, he feels like it's just gonna be he's just gonna be a holdover player that has a role, yeah. but not so really relevant. I mean, really Renfro's a clogger too, but I get it. You're right. you're holding out hope that he goes somewhere else. But yeah, that that idea yeah. that he goes somewhere else and is like the starter. I don't know about that. Right. And then tight ends, that's just Michael Mayer for me. Hooper cut, Jesper Horstead cut. <laughs> Yeah, Hooper cut. That's one. I think I have one Austin Hooper. That's one you just got to rip the Band-Aid off. You know, he's yeah, done. he's he's done. Yeah. Um, Where are you at on Michael Mayer? Is he a little undervalued? Do you think? Because he's really probably, never gotten close to the the talk of, like, is is honestly he really that different than Dalton Kincaid? No, probably not. He's definitely undervalued. Like, if I could get him cheaply, I, I would for sure. But I think the people that drafted him fucking love him. So I think it's it's kind of like Kyle Pitts almost. You know, like it's going to be hard to get him. He's already on the team that likes him twenty percent more than you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. All right, last team. We finally made it. The Los Angeles Chargers, who are going to blow this whole thing up. I, I was I was just going to say there might be three players that we're going to talk about that are even on the team next year. Right. So Herbert, definitely um, still a top 10 dynasty quarterback. Easton Stick, he's better than I've given him credit for, but he's still really, really bad. Will Greer, he's bounced around from like three different teams. So honestly, well, Herbert Stick's Herber's, a free agent. And he, so that, this is going to be a new regime that brings in their own yeah. backup. So I yeah, almost yeah, fully yeah. expect Easton Stick to not be a backup next year. So he's a guy I'm willing to get rid of. Yeah, he's going to be a yeah. He's going to be a QB three somewhere. Um, so yeah, Herbert's the only one. So we can move on. Uh, running back Aston Eckler. He's going to probably move on. Josh Kelly, Isaiah Spiller. This team's going to have to do something at running back because none of those other guys they they might keep Kelly and and Spiller, but they're backups. They're going to have to get somebody else. Yeah, I don't like, know if they even bring back Kelly. I think, I think this is a, oh, another yeah, Kelly's regime. Free agent too, yeah. This is another regime that, you know, whoever comes in is going to want their own bodies. Yeah, like maybe this is where Josh Jacobs ends up. I could see that. Yeah, it probably depends on who the coach is, but, yeah, I can mm. definitely see them uh, bringing in a new a new system, everything. So, right. like, a lot of what you think you know about the Chargers. This is probably the team that's going to have the most turnover. Like, yeah. Literally almost all their skill players are going to change. Right. Agreed. Uh, wide receivers, Keenan Allen, Josh Palmer, Quinton Johnston, uh, Mike Williams, Jalen Guyton, Alex Erickson, Darius Davis. I would say Mike Williams, Keenan all Allen. All club. Except for Keenan Allen. You think Mike Williams is still a clogger? I think he gets cut. Yeah, he he very well could, but I think he I could cut. end up somewhere and 
and do decently, but he is coming off an ACL and he's older, so I get it. Palmer, he's, he's, he's Mike Williams will never be in a better situation than him. he's the number two for Justin Herbert when they throw it seven hundred times a game. Yeah, I agree with that. And then Josh Palmer, do you even want him without just without the same offense? Like, is he just there by default? Yeah, he's probably just uh, a solid number three guy. He's, he's never going to be born, right. Yep, and Quentin Johnston, I'm. I think he's he's Traylon Burks. He's a bust. So guys, so how are you getting rid of Quentin Johnston? There's no market for him. Where are you willing to take less just to get him off your team? The way to get rid of him is never draft him in the first place, like I did. Okay, but how many do you have? <laughs> I honestly have zero. I have none. Okay, so if you had if you had one or two, what 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 creatively would you do to get rid of him? Um. Like I would, you would probably have to get a player that you actually like that is just super undervalued. I, Hunter Renfro comes to mind because we just talked about the Raiders. Demario like, Douglas or Quentin Johnston? Demario Douglas. Would you add a second to Quentin Johnston to get like Tyler Lockett? No, because Tyler Lockett's almost thirty. I probably would want somebody a little younger if I could. Hopkins. Yeah, I'd probably rather have Hopkins. Can I get Mike Evans for Quentin Johnson in a second? Yes, I would. No, rather no, have no Mike I'm saying Evans. you got to add. You got to add the QJ. You probably got to add a second. To That's what I'm saying. Quentin Johnson and a second to get Mike Evans. Johnson in a second or Cup? I'd rather have Cup. So you're basically willing to go old and just let those guys die on your team before you're holding Quentin Johnston. Yeah, I I didn't like his profile or anything when he came out and he's had every opportunity this year to do something and it's just been a disaster. So I'm, I'm out. So QJ in a second for Keenan Allen, you'd take Keenan Allen. Yeah, I would take Keenan Allen. Yes. I think those deals are worth trying, but you're going to probably have to be creative in what you accept because you're not tearing to quit from Quentin Johnston to a better young receiver. You're going to have to go to like undesirable range to get rid of him. Right. Um, tight ends, Gerald Everett, Donald Parham, Nick Vanette, Stone Smart. Gerald Everett is a free agent, so I think Everett walks. He'll go somewhere else. He could be a Bengals guy if, if they can't get somebody. I would like that for Gerald Everett. Could, Since, yep. Because uh, that was where Zach Taylor was with him, right? Or was that the year after? Uh, no, they were the, they were together. So, that yeah, they that could be – that could be yeah, they could be uh, – that could be somebody – I don't think they go that route, though, because I think they learned their lesson from Irv Smith. I think they're going to want a guy that can then do different roles. I'm just guessing. Okay, I can see that. I don't, I don't think they go for a guy like Everett. I like Everett. I wouldn't mind it, but yeah. I don't think so Parham's not a free agent. Do you think they just maybe lock him in as a starting tight end? Mm, no, because I think that's another guy that's just subject to he's only there because of the situation. I, okay. I kind of wonder if just, uh, they just reboot. That's why a lot of these guys that are not listed as free agents, Mike Williams, Parham, Spiller, like all those guys I think are on the chopping block too because they have okay. no allegiance to a new regime. Hell, okay. is it crazy to think they could cut Keenan Allen? No, because they were talking about it last year and they didn't. That's what I mean. Like, Yeah, so yeah, I could definitely see it. Yeah, so I guess team... one... One last question for you on Justin Herbert. 
Are you worried next year could be a little bit of a struggle for Herbert with everything just being brand new? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they still have a very solid offensive line as long as it stays healthy. So that's good for them. But like you said, they could cut Keenan Allen. They could cut Mike Williams. Austin Eckler could walk in free agency. Like, what's he going to be throwing to? Josh Palmer and Quinton Johnston and... You know, Stone Smart, Stone Smart, and Isaiah Spillers are starter. Like, yeah, it could be pretty bad that next year for Herbert. And they don't really have the cap space to do yeah. anything. Exactly. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe you, maybe you can trade Her- Herbert and go down to Anthony Richardson. That's probably something I would explore. Yeah. You know, maybe you could go down to Tua, like. Who is putting up way better numbers than Herbert is? Um, so yeah, I mean, you could definitely tear, up, tear uh, down for Herbert. Running gun, I gave up Herbert for Purdy and McCaffrey. Yeah, that's that was awesome deal for you. And it, that, it, had I had Herbert, I might. If I didn't make that trade, I, I mean, given the, it's unfortunate he went out for the season. You know, I couldn't have predicted that. But I mean. Right. Even if I had ridden with him and just he didn't get injured, I don't know if he would have actually helped me more than that trade did. Yeah, and that was an uncomfortable one. I won't, you know, that normally we would have been like, I'm not trading away an elite QB. You know what I mean? But maybe it's not. It's not as big a gap as we think. So. Right. Okay. All right, you ready to do America's favorite game, and we'll get out of here? No, I'm ready to. Let's just do the uh, NFC right now. Yeah, we'll be another. <laughs> we'll be here till eight o'clock our time. Jesus. Nah, yeah, I'm good with America's favorite game. All right, what's uh, what has been your uh, favorite moment, memory so far of the NFL season so far this year? What is what's the one that stood out to you? Oh man, a favorite moment of the NFL year. Uh, well, I mean, I'm biased, so I could give some Bengals stuff, but. I, I actually think probably the coolest moment, just because I am a Kentucky fan, was the Will Levis comeback on Monday night. Yeah, that was pretty that cool. was a that was a pretty good one. Uh, the I had nothing really invested, but the the discourse after the A chain blow up game against Denver was just wild. Like he yeah. went from a I'm not sure what I have to like RB three overnight. <laughs> yeah. Pretty like much. people are like a chain over Gibbs, like yep. a chain over Bijan. You know what I mean? And he's <laughs> like, talk about overreaction. I mean, that, that yep, I'll yep. never forget that week. The, um, I mean, the Puka Nakua debates in the first three weeks. Yeah, I mean, you know? he's still been producing, man. Like I know, but I mean, Mike selling him all his Pukas for Quentin Johnston. <laughs> yeah, I think I talked him in that. My bad. I Sorry, mean, Mike. but at the time, I I understand the uh, the premise because mm-hmm. I sold a I sold a Puka for the same reason. Like I sold one for Cooper Cup. I was like, I'm just gonna bet on Cooper Cup, and then you know I regret that one. But I think right. that discourse of being able to see that those two guys specifically just kind of come out of nowhere and literally go from buried to like top thirty dynasty assets within like two weeks. So yeah, that that and then the, the Levis comeback was my favorite, and I, I will say, just as a Bengals fan, I mean the what could have been, man, when they went into San Francisco and trounced them. Yeah, just 
you know, yeah. it's a fragile, the fragile game, man. So how about you? Yeah. Obviously, uh, old Joe cool coming back and, uh, leading this Browns team to the playoffs when I thought they were done. Um, mm-hmm. That big, uh, that th- I think the the turning point of their season was that Colts game where it was like uh, back and forth, like thirty nine, thirty eight, or whatever, and they ended up winning it uh, with PJ. Where they Walker. got all the calls in the fourth. Yeah, um, with like PJ or the PJ Walker San Fran game. That was a big game that, like, they had no business winning that San Fran game. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, I forgot about that. So I I would say. Those two are the turning moments because if they lose both of those games, they're not in the playoffs. They're not making it. Now they're now they're ten and five, and they're prob they're you know gonna face probably the um, four seed, which is probably gonna be Jacksonville or Indy, Houston, whoever it is that wins that division. And the Browns can legit go in there to either of those three teams and go win. Oh, they'll be favorites. Yeah, because they beat so, all those teams already. Right, so I think that that's PJ. Well, I mean, as much as I didn't think PJ Walker is very good, but he has definitely uh, gotten two big wins for the Browns this year. And then the way Flacco has come in and played the last three or four weeks has been nothing short of amazing. So as a Browns fan, I've enjoyed that. Puka Nakua, I didn't see that coming. Uh, Me and you are always third, fourth, fifth rounds, we're drafting running backs. We are never taking Puka Nakua ever. Um, so I probably still wouldn't take him, but I don't know. Maybe it's something we have to look in our process a little bit more. Well, I don't know about that. I think definitely if you're going to do more best ball leagues, that that should be the type of guys you always get in the best ball leagues. Right, yeah, and so the running backs. And never draft the Chris Rodriguez's, the Chase Browns, those guys in best ball leagues because – how those Kendra and Tank Bigsby shares feeling in best ball. Yeah. You got rid of them months ago. You know what I mean? Cause like yep. they, they're just zeros every single week. Uh, I was going to ask you, do you, is there any, I have a couple Browns fans. You don't know them specifically, but they always tell me they think Stefanski's gone. No matter what. Like, no. do you feel that way? No, he's. Or do you feel the opposite? Like they might actually give him credit for like an amazing job this like, year because they've had I, like three yeah. linemen injured and Chubb and a couple yeah. defensive starters. I mean, Denzel Ward misses every other fucking game. I mean, I mean, like you just said, he beat San Francisco when they've been one of the best teams in the league. Yeah. He beat, um, you know, he's won games with four different quarterbacks playing with Watson, DTR. PJ Walker and Flacco, um, like he should honestly Before be. Their offense was built around Nick Chubb. To take that right. away and be like, you have to become a passing team. Like you yeah. got to give the coach credit for that. Yeah, and it sounds like maybe him and Kareem Hunt had some problems, but they resolved that. And you know, Kareem Hunt has come in and like he hasn't been like a world beater, but he's been solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think if anything. Stefanski should be top three for coach of the year before he gets fired. But I, I have a lot of people that say the same thing, like, oh, his offense sucks, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look what he's working with, man. And then, obviously, with Flacco, like, the offense has taken off the last couple of weeks. So, I mean, who are you getting that's better, though? Exactly. Yeah. like Bill Belichick? Yeah, and I'd, I'd probably rather have Stefanski right now. 
Yeah, I got you. Because Belichick is showing that he can't bring in an offensive coordinator that's any fucking good. Mm-hmm. Well, what's he going to do next year when he goes to Washington and he gets... Is he going to bring in Josh McDaniels and just have I mean, that retread again? Would you be shocked if he's bringing in Josh McDaniels, his son, Matt, Tr- Matt Patricia as his staff? No, I wouldn't be shocked at all. <laughs> do you really want players on that team? No, not at all. He's going to, you know what, that he's going to go to the Chargers. Yeah, I mean, then you have the Harbaugh to the Chargers stuff. That'll be interesting, too. See what happens. Yeah. Long show, man. Long show, yeah. But um, we'll try and make next week's a little bit shorter. But, no, I, I like doing these episodes, going through the entire rosters, man. It's, it's fun. So I uh, appreciate you joining me for it, as always. Yeah, this is always the uh, the favored show of uh, the year to go through and do these. You know, wherever yeah. we're doing it, it's like this is the that we literally enjoy talking, but I think definitely talking about this subject. So appreciate you having me on. Yeah, yeah, and we'll do um, NFC here next week for you guys uh, before your waivers close. So that'll be good. Uh, but yeah, uh, at Eric Manick NFL at America's Game Pod. Follow me there at South Harmon FF on YouTube and Twitter. Follow us there. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, always got the content going. I believe we're gonna do one more final start sit show on Sunday um, at noon for you guys on the YouTube. So make sure you guys check in for that. Um, before uh, I let you plug anything, good luck to you this weekend, man. Hopefully um, you get the right combination and come home uh, and win a million dollars, man. That would be sweet. Yeah, I'll be uh, I'll be sweating it. And, uh, you know, it's still a long shot. But like I said at the beginning, it's just fun to be in the mix. Like this is the. Absolutely. That's all you could ask for is a chance. Yep, this is why you get amped up. You know, having having must win matchups as stressful as they can be, as heartbreaking as it can be when you lose. Yep. The the journey of like, okay, I really have something to root for is really fun. So I'm looking forward Absolutely. to it. Yep. And then um, anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Go ahead. Floor is yours. No, just follow me. Find all the content I do. Trades in five, DD, a lot of other stuff out there. That's I probably probably do more guest spots during the off season too, just randomly. Cause I have more time like in the season. I literally don't have any, yeah, any time to get do it. anything other than what I'm already scheduled to do. So uh, now stay in touch with the off season. Um, just follow me on, uh, on X and you can get links to everything there. Yep. At Charles chill FFB, right? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. Yep. So that's uh, his Twitter. If you guys want to follow him there, if you're, I'm sure you already are, if you're listening to this, but um, if you haven't, followed him make sure you guys follow him there and uh this will be it for this one episode 22 in the books we'll see you next week for episode 23 have a good one everybody